All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast, bringing you a slice what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, a mix of old and new school hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, R&B, rock and roll, along with a little bit of news commentary, and at times here and there, some interviews. You got myself, DJ Fusion, on the mix and commentary in. On the side, doing the beatbox scene right now, you got my partner, who does the same thing. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. Beatbox got the rod, you know we hot to chop me right now on the spot. Now come on, oh, check it out. Of course, DJ Fusion's in the house. And of course, I saw Rob Black Hawk. Yes, indeedy, back in the building for the ladies and gentlemen, soldiers, something. Yes, indeedy. Peace of the world, love, one love, and back in here doing this. What's the deal, Fusion? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit, but um, right. we've been extremely busy with the Fusebox Radio and the stuff on the few wins, so glad to be able to get back in the lab, finally get some mixes done, and even though we are not in the studio, we are doing this intro via Skype, we're finally able to coordinate our schedules. To get stuff uh, done, so um, that's definitely good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been a real damn hectic past few weeks, but again, we'll get into that. Um, shout out to everybody who's been supporting us, whether it's via podcast, whether it's been via your favorite FM radio station, uh, radio station, website, uh, so forth and so on, and um, whether it's been um since our beginnings in '98 over at Workers U Radio to the present, it has been a consistent 17 years. Um, folks have done this show in some format, shape, or form. So, um, yep, that's yep. definitely what's up. We appreciate everybody who's um been a part of that in a dope way, from our listeners to folks who submit music, um, people we talk to interview-wise, show booking-wise, and more. And um, for those who are new, welcome. I hope you dig what we do and all of that all right. stuff. And yes, yes, yes. speaking of what we do and how we do it, let me just break down how each show goes. Since there's a format that's been working for us pretty well, we're going to continue with that. At the beginning, we go ahead and we do our basic, you know, promo show um, type of stuff. You know, talk about how you can check us out, upcoming events, so forth and so on. And then during the next part, both myself and the Black Hawk go ahead and we get into a little bit of um, talk and commentary about news items that have um, captured our attention. Whether it's by our own reading or our awesome listeners who send um, overall types of links via social networks, email, whatever have you. And then yes, um, yes, yes, we go ahead and we get into the music mixes, and um, there's time to interviews here and there, and there's time yep, we also yep. have segments from folks from um, the Black Agenda Report with Glenn Ford. Shout out to them, and the right. Black University Radio Network's um, segments <clears throat> with Lamar Blackman and them. Shout out to them. So yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead and slide right into things. You can always check out what's going on the Fusebox Radio broadcast family via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. Our official right. blog site is BlackRadioIsBack.com, which has a whole lot of new content because of some of the busy stuff we've been doing. Um, we've been traveling all over the place during the past few weeks, including to joints like New York Comic Con, a few various sports events, um, yes, yes. A few, you know, random joints in D.C., including some burlesque joints and movie premieres, and um, just just other stuff. So definitely go ahead and check that out. 
Our social network steeds is pretty simple. The vast majority of them end with slash Fusebox Radio. So, for example, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. Facebook right. is Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. We've been getting a lot more submissions through that, which I really appreciate on the news and also on the um, music end. Y'all dig what we do. Hit that thumbs up button. We don't have the biggest community, but they've been um, pretty active behind the scenes. And uh, right. <laughs> <excuse> me, <laughs> uh, folks really, really appreciate that. Uh, my personal Facebook is Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio. As long as you don't act like an idiot, you can stay on my page. I am not one of those people who's like, my social media is a democracy. It is, at best, a benevolent <clears throat> dictatorship. If you act stupid, <laughs> I have no problem with removing you. I, I don't care. I, I'm a little too old right now to engage in really, really dumb conversation. We don't got to agree with everything, but don't engage in dumb conversation. And also, don't use okay. our stuff as, like, just the, the cheapest way to promote when you can't even say hi to nobody. That's not how life works. So, at least over here, that's not how life works. So, we got to throw that out there. Um, okay. You can check out the Fusebox Radio Show. Fire your favorite podcast download service or streaming service of choice. So, you know, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, audio.search, and plenty, plenty more. And if you can't remember any of the stuff we just said, search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast. A whole bunch of stuff will pop up on your favorite search engine that you choose to use. And folks can go from there. If you can hit us up with um, any ratings, you did what we do and you got some time to, you know, give us a four or five star offer, whatever service you use. We really appreciate it. That helps get us more listeners. And even though we haven't been in the mix able to do a live show in a minute, I really appreciate all the folks who've been downloading our archive shows. Which makes me glad I've been recording those joints pretty steady at least since, good lord, I feel old thinking about it. Like, what, 2009? 2010? So some folks have been getting some classic um, Fusebox radio joints since the last time. And we've been getting really nice download numbers via our podcast server. Um, Shout out to Podomatic, who's been um, holding us down for a smooth minute on that end. I think the highest we've rated has been number three in hip-hop. With mm-hmm. automatic, which has been pretty cool. So that's another reason why I'm like, hey, please throw up those um commentary and rating joints if you can, because that's one way a lot of these servers now are starting to you know point out other podcasts and stuff. And there's a whole lot of podcasts in the mix right now. We're very happy about that. You know, we've been one of those folks who've been doing it for a minute. But mm-hmm. we want to get a little bit of props too. So hey, y'all think what we do if you can just do that little blurb or that click, it's all appreciated. So very much appreciated. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much a part of the promo spiel. Um, we gotta do a few shouts out on the event end of stuff that's happened right. since we've last been on. Shouts out to Chris and the folks over at Movie Trailer Reviews. Check them out at movietrailerreviews.net. Really dope um, right. group of folks who do things with their um stream of podcast on the free and premium end, as well as some no great doubt. writing and stuff. Also fellow black podcaster peoples from around the D.C. metro and all of that. I was on one of um, no his shows a few weeks ago. We like went all over the place on like political news and rants and stuff like that. You can check out no that doubt. show via blackradiosback.com. We have an article linking to that. But definitely check out movietrailerreviews.net. Um, that was a cool experience. Folks appreciate that. Shout out to the folks again over at the Marine Corps Marathon for booking the Fusebox Radio family. That no was doubt, no a doubt. good time. The 40th anniversary 
of right. their event. Our third year straight, we've been on the course, rocking it out to the um, spectators and the runners. And we were there through the rain and the sun, but everything went very, yes, very yes. well. So very good. Appreciation on that end. Um, as I stated before, folks have been traveling all over the place on the Presson lately. Um, our most recent right. event has been New York Comic Con, which yes, was a yes. cool event. And just another reminder for me that while New York and New Jersey has probably some of the best public transportation, at least on this part of the country, when it goes bad, no, no. it goes very, very bad. So one day <laughs> I literally was not able to make it to Comic-Con at all because people who know the area on the PATH train had a problem. Uh-huh. So okay. I had to go through 90 million miles of adventure going from Harrison to Newark and because the path was messed up, everybody in the mountains got on New Jersey Transit to try to get to New York City. Mm. So that was not fun on a Saturday. I didn't even get into the city till dumb late, and luckily was able to meet up with my peoples around that way and at least make it a salable day and chill out. But um, overall, the New York Comic Con experience was cool, man. Definitely check out the um, BlackRadioSpec.com um, photo essays and write-ups and stuff. Um, I always like events like this because honestly. I'll still go to occasional, like, music festival slash music conference. But some of them events just be so dry to me now. And maybe it's just age and doing some of this since I've been about, like, 18, 19 years old. But I like going to an event where everybody's like, has a good vibe in terms of what they're into. And Comic-Con definitely has that. I mean, you talk about, like, hundreds of thousands of people attending throughout the four days of the event. And stuff. Not just at Jacob Javits Center, but Webster Hall and all the side club spots or whatever in um, Manhattan. And no um, yeah, like um, we able to hit up a good amount of stuff. There's still um, interviews and coverage I'll be rolling out within the next few weeks and things. But um, you know, got to see some of the new Adult Swim lined up. That was cool. Um, got to chop it up with a lot of um, artists of color. Some folks have already seen the photo essay of that, and uh, we're lining up some extra interviews and things that we weren't able to get it because of the insanity of Saturday, I just mentioned. No, no. And um, whatnot. Um, got to hit up a um, Blade theme party. That was interesting as hell. People can check out the um, write-up of photos of that. No, on, no. Um, BlackRadioIsBack.com. We had like some folks reenacting the Blade stuff and... People who seen the first one where they had the big ass club scene, and at the very end they had like the blood come from the sky. They did a reenactment of, of that joint, which was crazy. So I like had to move out the way because my camera equipment was not gonna get messed up by fake blood. <laughs> and, uh, all of that. Um, definitely a whole bunch of vampire cosplay cats in the head. There were some good blade cats who were doing their thing. Like um, folks within men, and they had um some folks who were a part of the soundtrack to be the closers, including um, the Crystal Method. They were the ones who did their DJ no, set no. in for all of that. You know, they played it on the big screen and all that. It was it was interesting, man. It, it, it just reminds me of, you know, that part of New York that I missed. Where I bet they're like, if you can't find a niche for something, entertainment-wise, I just don't think you like anything. There's, like, sub-genres of every damn thing has a party. No, no. Or a gathering or event in the city that that's that big. So, um... Yeah, man, folks were out and about at that joint. What else, what else, what else, what else? Like I said, it's been a very hectic past few weeks. Oh, shout out to the folks who um had the 20th anniversary of um 
Paris is burning a movie screening and panel and all that over in D.C. at the Human Rights Council. Folks over there, you know, taking pictures and chopping it up with folks. Um, ooh, let me see here. That's just some of the pre-stuff. Again, it's been so hectic. I'm just kind of burnt out trying to think about it, but I definitely want to hit, you know, those few um, recollections up heavy. In terms of upcoming events, and this literally just got locked down today. We're still going to have to get the dates and stuff, which we'll have for um, next week's show. Um, I am going to be moderating a panel during a DC Podfest. No doubt. What's going to be happening at the um, Wonder Bear Company over in Washington, D.C. Checking them out at dcpodfest.com for more information. And it's going to be a black podcasters panel. No In terms of the work that black podcasters have done in terms of making podcasting literally a quote-unquote thing, you know. It was a thing before NPR hopped on. Before some of your famous mm-hmm. star folks who, you know, were talking a whole bunch of smack about podcasts, especially on the hip-hop, and all of a sudden all them mofos have podcasts now. No doubt. And all of that. It's going to be coming from the, you know, the strong indie perspective. So besides myself, we're going to have, you know, our, our people who we've worked with in the past before who've been doing their thing on the panel as well. Um, some folks okay. are familiar with the guest spots I've done with, um, you know, Phenom over at Worth on 40 Acres. He's going to be up on there. Um, Jay for the right. Apocalypse. Um, Network of All Day Dope Podcast. He's going to be up on there. And Chris from Movie Trailer Reviews is going to be up on there. And we've all All been on panels before. I know some folks have seen The Ladder (laughs) 3 at um, Awesome Con last year. And whatnot. And I've been all over the place. People who've listened to our shows and know us know we're not going to be a dry-ass panel. (laughs) We're going to be talkative and we're going to talk some real. So I hope everybody right. who can can come through and check joints out. We're going to be in the D.C. Metro during that weekend. Also, um, might be in the mix of some stuff going on with Artomatic, which is a big um, nonprofit arts festival that goes on for the next few weeks in the D.C. Metro. So folks may have a few um, DJ sets during that. Stay tuned. Um, we'll be all watching right. all that through the um, <coughs> crap, excuse me, through the um, Facebook page and Twitter. And all of that good stuff. And um, there's another event that may be going on around Saturday, November 7th. We're still locking down the details for that. Uh, the Black Hog may be on the wheels, getting the spin on for some of the dope live um, soul and R&B acts around here during right. a showcase. And um, I'm trying to think announcement-wise, I think that is about it. Um, next few weeks... We've been talking about having the unedited um, mini-talk shows. You're going to probably hear a few mini-pilots of that happening um, once I clear out the server by um, both myself and the Blackhawk and um, some of our affiliate peoples. You're know, finally um, narrowing down some things and some um, topics and stuff. So we're going to do some test floating. And I'm hoping January 2016 we'll have like the official idea after we like gauge the response of um, when we're going to have those as like mini spinoff shows and the frequency and stuff like that because besides us doing this show and other events and things because we both have side creative hustles we both have side 9 to 5 hustles um, we have limited time unless you know y'all want to sponsor us for our paychecks because I'll gladly quit my 9 to 5 and I get like doing this every single year but um, yeah we just got to get some stuff together because we're going to put out um, quality content and whatnot. No doubt. New, so that is a 
about it. Oh, really quickly, because this is going to be on um, this week's show, and we've had that a little delayed because our lives and schedules have been busy. Shouts out to the hip-hop crew on P.S. The Rebels and all that. They're going to be a part of DJ Revolution's new label. Also, shout out to my people, Sky. She's um, an executive now with them. And all Word of that. a lot of um, quality. Um, if y'all like the lyrical hip-hop these, a lot of those cats are going to be on that um, particular label. They just announced that during um, A3C. No, no. That just uh, went down. So, we have a little mini-interview of P.S. The Rebels that we've had on deck for the past week or so that you're going to hear on this week's... Um, broadcast so just want to give that a quick shout out and announcement and yeah man I think that is about it I told people it's um it's been a hectic past few weeks but mostly it's been for good um our 9 to 5s are getting stabilized I can say right now <laughs> so those schedules have been hectic for one week it's been hectic for myself one week it's been hectic for the Black Hawk it's been a juggling no no so um, we should definitely be back into the moral life, Steve, really, really soon. And that's about it. Oh, real quick shout-out. Shout-out to the folks over at the Gaming and Then Some podcast. Um, Shout-out to um, Sterling and Quita and all of them. Really, really good folks repping um, NY and South Jersey. They right. do a lot of video game reviews and um, pop culture reviews and stuff. So shout-out to the Gats Pod fam. Um, we ended up no, no. missing each other. During New York Comic Con, but uh, we've met before live in person. They're really good folks, and um, they do a good podcast. I just want to shout those folks out again. More black, mm-hmm. more black podcast fam, and all that who aren't on the nonsense and bull crap and coonery. They're actually good folks. So that all is right. about it. Um, let's get into some commentary, man. Like I had to sit down and kind of narrow this stuff down because we haven't been in the mix for a while. But I want to get somebody more. Um, potent stories to talk about and we're going to be a little haphazard on it today um I can even say the level of what we're going to talk about is going to be I guess we'll start it off kind of on the more mellow end and then we'll just get more pissed off and then mellow it out again um shout out to um John Boyega man um Black Jedi Star Wars no doubt Star Wars The Force Awakens is going to be dropping in December, and the Black Hawk is more of a diehard Star Wars fan than I am, but when I saw that preview, I'm like, I'm about this. I'm going to go see it. The special effects look crazy. The story looks crazy. And again, yo, Black Jedi protagonist. How am I not going to be about that life? Especially because online it pissed off the racist. Because apparently in a fictional world, black people aren't supposed to be around, much less be heroes. You know, y- y'all can, t- y'all can um, look a rusty penis on that. That's not how life works. <laughs> and it's petty. But, um... It's petty, but I experienced a little bit of joy in that. Plus, also, I'm not again. I'm not the. I'm not this person who knows all the Star Wars, my new tale, whatever. But it's like you can't be mad that black folks exist in the Star Wars universe when they were there at the very beginning. Oh, no. What are you talking about? Well, hell, the majority of the coolest characters were black. You had Billy Diaz, oh, Lando no. Calrissian. You had Mace Windu in the prequels. Oh, no. 
Now, now you know, you got my man from the Attack the Block who has really had a great career since he was a kid um, in that movie to now. And the thing is about the first Star Wars, everybody knew that James Earl Jones was doing the voice of Darth Vader. Exactly. So there was, you know, there there was always Negroes there. Uh, But I I just wanted to say something briefly is that you heard it. You heard us talk about them, you know, the Jedi's on this station being actually a black thing originally for the ancient Egyptians. So it's interesting that, that, you know, it, it really took this, well, I mean, you know, they had Mace Windu, but as being like a, in a leader, in a leader figure or a person that's a guardian person that you look up to, you know, I think, you know, I, I applaud that dude for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it should have been done before Mace Windu, Mace Windu, but I applaud that. Even though Yoda is really in some ways supposed to be black, they didn't, you know, you know, because some of the, early people that came on the planet were little people and they were black. So Yoda kind of plays into that. But I thought I applaud the, the, the new one. I haven't, I've only seen bits and pieces of the trailer. Kind of took a hiatus on watching TV for a minute. But I see, but when that comes out, you know, I'm I'm definitely in there. It's around the time of the winter solstice. So they, they kind of know a good time when they drop the movie. But that's very interesting, though. And also, I saw this one thing that Fusion, you had, I think, that little scarf thing. They showed him, and his face was blue. So they didn't show him black, but they showed it blue, you know, which is interesting, because that's kind of like the color they used to show Buddha as. Because, see, they're supposed to be based on the priesthood, you know what I'm saying? Though they, though it was a priesthood, they still fought. It was, you know, it was a priesthood, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's interesting, though. Big up to them and big up to the Star Wars fans or whatever. I never really got overboard with it, but the older I get the, and the more I study, the more I understand why I like it because it's about people like us. You know what I'm saying? Good-natured people dealing with people who are not good-natured. That's what basically Star Wars is about in a in kind of a certain way, you know, put in, in a story fashion way. That's all it is. No doubt. And that's a funny thing when I see people like react poorly about these things, whether it's like science fiction or like, you know, comic book culture. It's like, yo, y'all missed the entire point of half of these stories, which is like how you broke it down. It's like a group of good folks fighting against a group of bad folks who usually does something prejudicial or crazy against the other people in trying to achieve some form of justice. Like, to me, when you see, like, even if you want to take the race part out of it, I'm like, y'all missed the entire point of Star Wars. No, no. Y'all missed the entire point of people fighting against a totalitarian, violent empire that wants everybody to be homogeneous. No, no. And, you know, not have any differences, whether it's in terms of power, how you look, etc., etc. So, it's like, how blind are you Plus, even if you don't care about any of that, these are corporations. Corporations, for whatever reason, had to take 90 billion years to realize that money for people of color is all still green. And that they've had fans of this stuff even before what some people are saying is quote-unquote, oh my god, they're pushing diversity to so hard. Like, for one thing, diversity isn't a bad thing. Get your head out your ass. But it's like, yo, we have money. We want to have folks who look like us in various things. There have been heroes that have existed from the, I guess, major distributors or publishers or whatever. And there's new ones that are coming through. Like, you have people, you know, I'm like, 
it, there should have been a Black Panther movie ages ago when they realized that Blade was making a whole bunch of money. No but you know they they had to you know look at the the budgets and everything. They're like, yo, the, this joint's making some ends right now. We got to get into that. Like corporations are going to be shy until they actually see that people are going to support a certain thing. Like no we're going to have a female superhero movie with Miss Marvel in a few years, along with Black Panther and all the other stuff, because they're like, this makes money. People get fast no when they see shock and believe folks that they can identify with. Mm-hmm and look like them on top of having a good story. It's not just a visual thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be damn near 40 years old when the Black Panther movie drops in 2018. You think my black ass ain't gonna be there to see that? A big budget black (laughs) superhero movie? Yo, get out my face. No, I'm going to see that because I was that kid when I was damn near 9, 10 years old reading comic books. No, no. Like, the only thing that's literally changed for me is I read them on tablets more now than I read hard copies. I only buy the, <laughs> occasional, I only buy the occasional hard copy if I really dig the art. I want to be able to list stuff no, no. out. So, you know, it's it just always bugs me out, like, when people, like, tend to have a fit when they see any people of color, not just black folks, on TV, no, no. movies, etc., doing it up, and they act like it offends their sensibilities. Well, you got to grow up. It's 2015, yo. We are in a global world. We are hu- we are all human beings, whether you like to pay attention to that or not. And we all deserve representation. I mean, the kind of funny thing is, comic books no and doubt. sci-fi were giving us a whole lot of representation on a popular culture level before it became super popular. No doubt. So, you know, just an interesting thing. So, wanted to bring that joint up. Um... Since we're on the entertainment end, I'll bring this one other thing up, and then we'll get into some of the more hard stories for a hot minute. Um, Lauren Hill supposedly saying she's she's almost ready to put out some new music. Honestly, I'm like, okay, girl, we'll see. I don't know, man. When I saw her Afro Punk and she pulled that diva stuff, I was like, look, you know, I'm not going to diss anything that people could have been through and all that stuff. I'm like, what the hell is that play? But um, I'm not going to have any parts of some um, nonsense or whatever go down. That's just not how life's going to work. So I hope she she puts out something dope. I really, really do. I mean, Miss Education on Laura Hill still stands strong for a reason. That joint came out of 97 and is still holding it down. But I don't know. I think I'm just at the age I'm kind of tired of teases from folks. When they put out like at least a good the classic album, and every once in a while, when I almost feel like people just want to tint it, they're gonna say they're, they're gonna do something. Just put it out. I, I don't want to go through another Chronic. I don't want to go through another Doom Starks or anything like that. Just put the damn thing out if you're gonna put it out. It's gonna probably have more of an impact if you surprise folks. But that's just me. Well, well, only thing I'll say is that. Um... I'm trying to say this in a certain way. Um, I think she'll do, a, I think the project will be good. I'll say it to just say that. I think the project will be good. I think there's a lot of other stuff going on. And, um, you know what I'm saying? You know, I can say certain things to make me look good. You know what I'm saying? But I know enough about, like, certain circles in Jersey where I think that, 
um, I think there's a certain, you know, certain people, people are going through certain things right now. I think that the album will be good, though. I'll just keep it at that. I think the album will be good, you know. And, um, you know, you know, historically, not all artists, black artists, who were great, you know, um, did shows the way they should have done shows or as professional as they should have been, mm-hmm. you know. Great artists. I mean, you know, so... So in that in that aspect, she's up. She's in a good class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know, very few individuals who you know who people rave about today had were were squeaky clean or had their act together when it came down to performance. Let alone how they lived their lives. You know, performance in the sense of they gave a good performance, but they might have been late. They might have been intoxicated, drunk, um, and they kind of let their other band members down or they let their fans down. That's a that's a that's a mass that's that that list has some great artists on it. Especially we go back fifty years. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I just say give or take, you know. She let you know, whatever, whatever. I think that I think the stuff that people will remember her on will be her recorded stuff and I think that's people slam and I don't even you know, I'm gonna end it on that. No, I could dig it. I mean, again, I wish the best. Like, I wish the best mm. for anybody who's putting out music because this creative grind is hard. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? Like, if you're doing it properly and you're doing it in a way that, you know, some artists put their all into it, whatever they're going through, and Lauren, they've been mm-hmm. through some things. I think we can all agree with that. Like, I believe she can craft something dope, but she needs to have that concentration there. I only bring up the live aspect because that's been a consistent thing. And, no doubt. And as a fan... I don't mind paying to see a show. To a degree, I can tolerate some lateness because that tends to happen here and there. But I personally just have a thing about don't be dumb late on a consistent basis and don't have your highest up because a lot of people will kind of forgive certain things if you're late. And you're just like, damn, that was a dope show, though. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But, um, you know, studio, as you said, is different than live, and if there's something that's going to go down, I believe that she gets the right, like anybody else, they get the right producers and stuff, they got the good feeling and all that. We already know she had the talent to sing and rhyme. It'll be dope, so we'll see what's yeah. going on with that. Um, there's see. no doubt the recorded stuff is going to be awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Let's see, what's going on here? Um... On the entertainment end, but not on the good end. I don't know if you've heard this mess with the rush card. That's going down. Um, that means yes, I have heard about that. Um, basically, as of broadcast time, it's been damn near two weeks that people have not been able to access, the vast majority of people who have the rush card have not been able to access their money. And... The prepaid debit thing as a whole is not a cool joint to me. Like, a lot of people end up getting those cards because, for whatever reason, they're not able to get a bank account. Especially with, like, I guess a quote-unquote corporate bank. Um, well done. And, you know, not everybody is necessarily either nearby or has access to a credit union, which honestly is what I would recommend for everybody to do, if you can go ahead and do that um, option. Mm-hmm. But, um... The Rush card, you know, we all know Russell Simmons, um, one of the founders of Def Jam, big businessman, all that. The Rush card was one of his business ventures where even when it came out, you had folks like, mm, all right. 
I get it, Russ, but this kind of isn't cool because a lot of those cars have side fees. Like you got like you know a maintenance fee if you got to take out money, they take out extra money besides what the ATM's gonna do, all of that. So it's already you know cutting out money from people who usually tend to not have as much bread as other folks. It's already taking away more of their money and what have you in a way that's extracurricular. Add that on top of the fact that one day, because I saw all of this type of stuff go down on Facebook and Twitter before the news items came out, you had people who were like, okay, um, I got my money deposited for my gig, my job, whatever, whatever. And, you know, people use their cars like anybody else do. You want to go to the store, you got to pay bills, you got to pay housing. And they're getting denied access to their funds or had an account that inequity showed a $0 balance. Now, the company, after everybody screamed on them, and after, you know, people had to scream on Russ, we were talking about, well, you know, this is bad, and I'm sorry about that. Um, we're going to try to work on it the best way we can. I'm going to pray for you. Don't tell me you're going to pray for me when I need my damn money. No, no. A lot of people, when, you know, that payday is when you get your, when you get your bill taken out. That, that's when that no, no. happens. You know, you can only go so far to telling your landlord, hey, man, I don't got the bread. Before you get evicted, or your car gets you possessed, or your lights go off, because everybody doesn't necessarily have the padding to be good for a while, for whatever reason. And now, you know, the rush card is um, going to be investigated, and whatnot, um, excuse me, by the CFPB, and all of that. Consumer Reports went so far as to suspend the rush card recommendation um, for people who don't have access to, you know, certain banking because of what happened to technical issues. Like, Russ and his company would be ashamed for having this go down. Two weeks? I get the feeling away if I could take money out of my ATM for an hour or two. But for two weeks, and you're doing, you're doing that off of some of the people who are more disadvantaged than most for this? Come on, Russ. I mean, I know folks called you Hustle Simmons back in the day, but this is cold. This is cold at the maximum and incompetent at the minimum. Like, folks can go ahead and get, and, and get that together, because for real, that's not cool. I mean, think about, like, if we're going to be 100, think about how many times some of us have been waiting for that direct deposit to drop and take out their money. Regardless of your income, because you, you you got stuff you got to handle. That might be how you get to work the next day. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that was dumb, sloppy. Definitely had to talk about that. You know, don't tell me. I'm the, I'm the same man. That joint like had me feeling away. I'm like, don't tell people. Well, I'm gonna pray for y'all guys. Don't pray for me. Get that company to fix up their damn computer problems so I can get my money. You can't do stuff for, for better or for worse. We live in a capitalist capitalist society without no bread. So you know that that was just bugged out. Um, let's see here. What else? Next up, and news that would surprise nobody who's black or of color, but uh, an official study was done on this anyway via the New York Times. Police are searching black drivers more often, but are finding more illegal stuff with white drivers. Who's surprised by this? 
This was um, all of information that was found out from a federal study. And um, with part of it, they said police records show that black drivers tend to be less likely than white drivers to show up with guns or drugs when searched at traffic stops. But they were three mm-hmm. times more likely to be subjected to said searches. If nothing else, does that not show that racial profiling does not work? <laughs> like, again, for most of us, it's a duh type of thing, but it's whatever. Um, myself, I went to a white university. Yeah, a lot of us got stopped and checked for nonsense. Well, you would have, like, the white fraternity or sorority down the street having, like, drug dudes and, and broads earling outside. Where was, like, that's, that's underage drinking haven, much less pills and all that. But you have a group of free Negroes walking down the street, that's when you get stopped. But, you know, now I'm just here like, yeah, okay there, guys. It's Captain Obvious news to some, but that's one of those things I felt that had to be pointed out. Because this was, again, a federal survey by the government. You know. By the government. And just on the side note, in terms of, like, um, some of the um, results that were found, uh, Connecticut State Police searched blacks at 2.6 times more often than whites. Rhode Island State Police did it 2.5 times more often. Illinois Police did it twice as often. And North Carolina State Police did it 1.5 times as often. In Chicago, blacks were searched more than five times as often as whites. You're doing all of that, but you ain't pulling up no more illegal stuff. So, again, what does that mean? Besides the obvious, uh, we prejudiced, we... You know, we like thinking it's easy to be like all of society's problems are so-and-so's fault while not looking at the majority population and certain stuff in the first damn place. You know, you got people talking about we got to get these guns and stuff away from them blacks and this is not to make light of anything, but it's like, when was the last time a black person shot up a school? When have you heard a black teenager shooting up a school? Even just in this past year. You can't even bring that up. But I don't see young white I don't see young troubled white males being profiled. I I don't I don't see them being damned. I don't see them being even called terrorists or thugs or whatever have you. It's like um the story a few um about a few weeks back where they had the um the young Muslim boy. Um Ahmed in Texas. And it's like, this was like, you know, little young smart dude. He was on, the, you know, the robot program, tech program, all that. He brings a little clock. He built the class. You know, one teacher, t- you know, trying to talk about that, this cat brought in a bomb. And the cops arrested him without his parents around, all of that. And, you know, it became a big thing or whatever. But it's still like, oh, he's a little brown boy. He's not following your version of Christianity. And this doesn't mean that you got to be the quote-unquote smartest Negro or richest, you know, Latino, Asian, et cetera, et cetera, out there or whatever people deem as good because we're all supposed to be referred to as human beings. But it's like, yo, what exactly, you know, what exactly is there where you're not going to try to use an old fail-safe to excuse your ignorance and your foolishness? Like, what's it going to take? Like, um, for example, we can just segue right into the next story. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, up in Columbia, South Carolina, we just had a story where I'm sure a lot of people have seen the crazy video or whatever. 
this white police officer like violently pulled up and slammed down this black high school student and dragged her from the classroom. And you know, because people only I think it's only because people made a ruckus the dude got fired. And all of that. I know there's a lot of folks who are trying to get charges against them. But there's always a thing where if you are a quote unquote minority, you're supposed to be subhuman. Or there are people trying to find more of a reason to treat you poorly. Because when you see this video, this chick ain't do nothing to this dude. Like, and part of my language, but um, this coon instructor called the cops on her because, like, she was chewing gum and playing on her phone or whatever. Which to itself, I'm like, I don't want to dismiss teaching in a school environment or whatever. There's times you definitely don't want to get yourself into certain situations due to regulations and maybe that's how you know your temper is. This cop, big burly white dude, who through people's research and stuff, they find out, you know, this big powerlifting dude who got in trouble before for treating students poorly and whatnot. He comes up in there, you know, he he talks a little funny to this chick, she ain't moved. He just yanks her up and slams her down to the ground and she's a grown ass dude. And what's killed me is, I've been on the internet and I've talked to some folks, people try to excuse that. And I'm just here like, I don't like using it if that was your so-and-so. So let's be real, if that was your child, you'd have a, you'd have a damn fit. You would have a fit that your child was slammed out like they were in a wrestling ring. And um, at the broadcast time, there's, um, I think people try to get it um, verified, but supposedly this girl's arm is broken. Because of what mm-hmm. folks did. There's a lots of ways you can restrain people and take them out where you don't have to go to the lift that that dude has done. But, I mean, you have some of the regulars who are, of course, going to be there like, well, they should have just followed the rules and not mouth off. It's like, but what does that have to do with the extreme of violence the adult did? You have a kid and you have an adult. That in itself what? is wrong. We didn't have anybody come at the dude, you know, throwing bows or with a weapon or nothing like that. They just ain't moved when this dude came through and bugged out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because my thing is that without necessarily making it whatever, um, all he had to do was grab that girl and then, you know, whatever, whatever, and, 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 and physically, you know, pick her up and take her out of there. I think it shows that my anger that there are people who are in places of power have, and they just wait for situations like this where they can, like, vent that out, you know. It's like they wait for motherfuckers, you know, so they can just start shooting at niggas. It's a lot of anger. It's unfortunate, and hopefully there will be prosecution. No, that I mean... You definitely have folks who are angry. You definitely have folks who are just bullies. Because it's like, dude, what is this? And again, this guy, I think, had at least two things against him in other places for bugging. So it's like, where is your mind at? And also, where is the mind of folks who hire cats like this in the first place? And then... As a fellow adult, like I'm going to be, I'm going to be upon this teacher's case. As a fellow adult, you're just going to stand there while all of this is happening. Mm. It's like, dude, no, no. You, 
like as a human being, you shouldn't have another adult go that far. Much less the fact that that girl was black and you were black. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't tolerate that. If that makes me seem prejudiced or whatever, I'll, I'll bite that. I'll, I'll take that. It's just ridiculous. Like I'll talk to my mom about that joint. She was just there, like there would have been some serious problems if something like that had ever happened to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I would like to think that most parents would think that. And you have some folks who just they're like, well, if the girl didn't do this. And what killed me is some people of color were saying that. I'm just here like, yo, you're following a white supremacist notion that a black person is supposed to tolerate whatever somebody tells you to tolerate. That's right. You're just supposed to deal with the physical or mental violence that people toss at you. Like a beast of burden. That ain't how life works. That ain't how life's supposed to work. And, you know, I hope that this girl, um, who's being raised by a foster mom, because she, like, I think they said she, like, lost her mom or grandma about a year or so back, which is probably why she wasn't really talking or trying to interact with too many people, because that's traumatic if you're a damn adult to deal with. You know, you got to deal with some old crazy bully-ass cop flipping over your table and dragging you around and, and talking crazy. And they actually tried to arrest one of the students who taped the incident. Let's let you know what really what 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 was going on. Exactly, and that's what. It in other words, in other words, he don't get arrested, but the person that taped it that want to let the world see what was going on. Oh, we don't want to let the world see what's going on here in the Carolinas. But we think it's fine. No, it ain't. And you got to think about how bugged out, like, that is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had, they tried to arrest the person who taped it, or a student that, a, a young lady who objected to what was happening. They, they, you know, tried to charge them with disturbing the school. All that, like, this stuff is really, really bugged out, you know what I mean? It's super bugged out, and it's sad that you had to feel that you had to surveil the people who were supposed to be protecting folks. And what have you to hopefully have your damn back watch because cause people are getting a little too used to like, okay, these guys are going to lie and say something happened that didn't occur. And yeah, this is not a new thing. We just have more technology to document it. And it's kind of no, funny no. when you think about how you have various people in certain aspects of law enforcement institutions and more who are trying to restrict what a citizen is supposed to be able to do. Hmm. It's not supposed to be a one-way street at least in its highest form, government. Well, no. It checks and balances of government. But as people try to tell us, like, if you're not doing anything wrong, you got to worry. Hey, man, I got my cell phone out. If you're not doing anything wrong, you don't got to worry. No, no. You're going to be cool. As a matter of fact, you should be screaming to have some um, cameras on your uniform. Because if somebody's bugging, that's going to probably protect you more than whatever else. And unfortunately, video doesn't usually tend to save us any damn way. <laughs> But still, that type of thing that can at least, you know, help things out. Because we've had the narrative spun too long in one hardcore direction. And before we get some of the people who always come out when we talk about these stories and whatever, yes, I know there are some good cops. Yes, I know there are some good law enforcement officials. There are institutions that are obviously jacked up. It's, it, it's obvious. When an old dude from New York like Frank Serpico is still getting pressed from something that he called out in the 1970s, in 2015, that means there's institutional problems. 
no because doubt. folks, because those quote unquote good folks are like, yo, man, this this prejudice ain't right. This racism ain't right. This classism ain't right. But if your system no, puts no. a lot on that type of thing, or there's too many of those other people in the mix than the good people, there's an issue. And again, no, no. for those people who are in law enforcement, we both have family members that have been in law enforcement. And what have no, you no. We've had good experiences with law enforcement. We've had some not-so-great experiences with law enforcement. No. Just because certain things might not have affected, have happened to us to an extreme does not mean that we're supposed to just sweep it under the rug. No, and no. like it don't exist. Or, you know, be these old dry Negroes who's supposed to tell you, well, if you just behave like how Massa said, you'll probably be okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, that's... That, that's not how it is. That's not how it's supposed to be. And plus, quite frankly, if you're so-called pro-law enforcement, you should want to have the bad cats out of the mix. No doubt. The first thing when you see these stories is you want to be. You should be the ones who are screaming louder, almost louder than us, like, get them the hell out of here because that might kill my relative. That might no get doubt. me killed. That might get my homeboy killed. But y'all no ain't doubt. doing that. It's like how people do that all lives matter, Steve. And people talk about black lives matter. Well, all lives matter. Well, what about that young white boy, Zachary Hammond, who got jacked up by the police? Well, they had video of him getting shot in the side of his car. And the cop mm-hmm. originally said that he was going to run him over. But at the moment, the state's not putting charges against that cop. I'm like, where were y'all then? Because all lives matter, right? That, that dude's story didn't fit to your easy racist narrative of, well, that thug deserved it, that criminal deserved it. Y'all were dead silent. The black folks had to be the one who brought up his story. To get it to the national news. No doubt. And show that it's jacked up. Like everything, we usually had to bring stuff up any damn way. That's a whole other rant for a whole other day. And that was just another, like, a diversion. Also, we all together, all guys matter. So when a situation comes up and nothing is said, oh, remember, but it's okay. All lives matter. All lives except that one. Exactly. and it's one of those things where, like, it's one of those phrases to try to get people to shut up. Because it's like, we know all lives matter. We're just talking about us because apparently y'all don't know. <laughs> you know, we know. <laughs> we, we've been knowing that we're just trying to inform you. Like, that three-fifths of a person thing should have been over a long time ago, but some of y'all are still trying to function on that. But, um, yeah, man, I hope um some justice, as always, gets done on this plane and beyond. Because it's going to be done beyond because this is just ridiculous. <laughs> and um, all that, but um, it definitely will be done beyond. It's just one of those things. But I'm just there, like it's kind of sad. We're just there, like for once, damn, can somebody do their job? When this happens, mm-hmm. we don't have to go through some people having to cause a fuss. Just be there, like, yo, this was jacked up. They gonna be fired, and we're gonna see if there's gonna be some charges stuff. It shouldn't always had to be, you know, not just black folks, people of color, but people who have sense. Because there are people of other backgrounds no who doubt. have sense who back us up. So let's not get that no twisted doubt. either. It shouldn't always have to take people screaming to get that done. Because that's one of the things I do have to get credit for. As much as I sometimes ran about like contrarian colored people and alabaster American-minded white folks and all of that, there are tons of people, of course, who are just like, yo, this is wrong. This is wrong. We need to call this out because this is wrong. You know, a police state is a police state is a police state. Nobody wants to go there. I don't care. The history of all countries, it's never good when you get to that point. No doubt. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day in reference to, like, when it's when it's time for right and wrong, that you can't necessarily assume that any black folk are really going to be stand really, really ready to stand up for that. 
You know what I'm saying? Or that lighter skinned black people are less black or, 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 you know what I'm saying? So it, 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 you know, or that all whites are a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 like good it, is good. Say, it, if anything, if, if anything, this is is black that we're talking about is black in the reference of a higher energy for it, dark matter energy, what science talks about, which is basically at the base of all atomic molecular energy. That's the black really we talk about. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about good natured human beings. No doubt. I mean, it, it's all mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you get right down to it, you know. Even just in the history of this country, there are plenty of people of plenty of backgrounds who just they're like, look, this mess happening, these folks are wrong, even if it's not me. That's a different plane. A lot of folks are simply not on that plane, and that's just very sad. Or they had to wait till it happens to them. Because I brought up a Zachary Hammond story, and I think it's just because, again, I'm a human being. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to have anybody I know get caught up in a jacked up situation like that where you could, you could have been caught alive. And, you know, people trying to lie about how you got killed and all of that. No doubt. But I have to be the one to be honest to be there, like, did his parents really care about police brutality issues? This young white man's parents until that happened to him? Hmm. Maybe they did. I don't know. But this is one of those things where you just have to look at things like, it shouldn't have to get to that point. It shouldn't have had to take your kid being slammed by a belligerent school security officer who went far and beyond for you to be there like, oh, wow, maybe that was wrong. Maybe that little bit of talk did not deserve that particular reaction. And all of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, there's definitely days, and maybe just because I'm the one who's more into social network steeds than um, the Black Hawk is, I just look at stuff and I'm like, are y'all kidding me? What is the matter with you? But, you know, some people, until they come to your door, they ain't thinking about stuff. Or they're trying to willfully ignore stuff. Or they're trying to be, quote-unquote, the good one. That's why people like Don Lemon and Raven Simone have gigs. They're the good, they're, they're, they're the good colored ones. Then, you know, they'll try to excuse everything that happens. And we can say, look, we have a black person who's saying whatever, whatever. And I'm going to be more harsh towards Don Lemon and Raven Simone, because Raven Simone is grown, but honestly, I think that girl is just dumb and sheltered. She hasn't been in-checked yet. She's going to have her in-check moment. She's going to get off that colorless bitch real quick. And I'm just like, no offense, sis. You, you, you a black gay female, sis. You mixed, but you a black gay female. You're going to get that joint one day, you know, and it's not going to be pleasant. It's like, um... And I know for some of these folks it's a hustle, but I'm like, good lord, how much are they paying you for you to sell to sell yourself to sell your soul out? I want to know. I want to know what your check is. Because some of the stuff, some of these like random like colored folks for hire say on these channels, I'm like, I don't understand. You know, how much is being a black friend for hire pay? Because I can have something that stupid come out my mouth and be able to look my mom in the face the next day. It's like how Raven Simone, like, about a few weeks ago talked about, um, I wouldn't hire anybody for ghetto name. Oh, your name is Raven Simone. With a random exit at the end. But you wouldn't hire somebody for ghetto name. Okay, sis. Alright. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, even your daddy had to talk a, a little bit bad about you about that. 
Where you just mm. where, where he was just there like I, I ain't got no parts of that. She grows, she can say whatever she wanna say. I ain't got no parts of that. It's like, yo, chick, I don't I don't get it. Plus half the time you be having the most hood hair and whatnot on quote unquote hood hair on the view and all of that. But you be talking this crazy nonsense, but I don't know. Some folks are just gone, man. It's more than a pigment. Black mind is more than a pigment. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Black is definitely more than a pigment. And as old folks say, everybody don't common sense ain't common. So, you know, that's a thing. Let's see. What else we got jumping off here? Do, 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 do. Um, interesting story some of our Canadian listeners sent to us. Shout out to them via the CBC no News. No doubt. Big shout. Big um, shout. No doubt. Our folks up top, up top, beyond up top. Um Black U.S. citizen Kyle Lydell Canty seeks refugee status in Canada. A U.S. citizen has argued before Canada's Immigration and Refugee Board in Vancouver that he should be granted refugee status over fears that he will be killed in his home country by police because he is black. Canty argued that black people are being exterminated at an alarming rate in the U.S. and including examples such as the shooting of Michael Brown in Missouri and the death of Eric Garner in New York City at the hand of police. He represented himself um, at the hearing, the hearing he had um, to try to get refugee status, <clears throat> excuse me, which he applied to have made public and commended by <clears throat> it's, um, the lawyer he had there, Yamaguchi, at his conclusion, who said Candy put together a very well-prepared case and argued it well as it should be. Candy submitted significant evidence package to the IRB, which is their refugee um, folks, including videos, media reports, and the UNHCR's, um, the United Nations um, Human <clears throat> Rights Commission's handbook on determining refugee status. In order for somebody to be declared a refugee in Canada, they must provide that they're in danger in their home country, that you're someone with a well-founded fear of persecution in your country based on race, religion, nationality, political opinion, or membership in a particular social group, said Melissa Anderson, who speaks for the IRB. Born in New York, Candy has lived in six states before arriving in Canada, a country he says he's never been to before. He told the IRB in every state he resided, police have harassed him and targeted him because of his race. No, no. <clears throat> um, I'm curious as hell to see how this goes. Quite frankly. Like, it will be fascinating to see if Canada's like, you know what, alright, and let him through. Now, my perspective might be a little different than most. I believe most countries are not beef for black Americans. Well done. Not, not black people, mind you, but black Americans. Black American is a particular kind of black person. This is true. In terms of how folks are, you know, deal with certain things on cultural levels and other types of stuff. And Canada is right across the way. Vancouver is like, what, Western Canada? If I remember properly, like right around uh, right, like, right above Oregon and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's more towards the central western. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, right, no, no, you're right, you're right, western, you're right, you're right. And um, all of that, like our experience has been more on um, eastern Canada mm-hmm. and all that in terms of like Toronto, Montreal, and so forth and so on. Um, I don't believe there is such a thing as a country that wholeheartedly accepts African-American and doesn't have a significant African-American population. That's right. Um, that being said, besides a few things here and there, I have not personally had the worst experience 
in the country. I mean, again, I expect prejudice almost everywhere I go, but I think there's less in certain angles than other angles. Um, shoot, we're right around the corner from presidential election, too, where we might get a, a super nut job in the office. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be excess of Negro to Canada on some, like, open-minded open underground railroad steams to certain parts. Because, again, I think there's prejudice everywhere. Then Every country had its own side prejudices. Like, they might not treat various people of black descent the worst, but the First Nations folks still get crap in various parts of Canada. Yeah, that's so right. So, I, 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 I have to eyeball things a certain way the way I think. So No, 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 definitely. I thought that was a good point because, you know, um, which is the same way African Americans are, are, are way treated here. So, it, it, I think at the end of the day, um, where that most hate is is where God has a lot of love for. So if you're kicking where that most hate is, you're kicking, you're trying to kick at God. So, you know. Those of us can say that, 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 that whatever God, uh, Bible God, Islam God, uh, well, God that just allows this earth to turn and rotate around the sun, allows your uh, structure to stay the way it is. You know what I'm saying? We have to put no names on nothing. Was it the sun just went out? It was just black for a couple of days, like that movie Pitch Black. People don't know what was going on. Electricity, none of that power could work. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be believe or we're going to be hoping for some type of order or type of God or something. Order and God are the same thing. You can have order but not necessarily have God, but that's a part of, you know, order, and, you know, to take something out of chaos, you know. To plunge us into that type of chaos, a massive order will take place. No doubt about it. That's why we 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 can just look at these things as just being little minor things for us to try to get off mentally mad, angry, or displaced from whatever, whatever. That doesn't mean the legal action shouldn't be taken, of course. But just, you know, certain things, uh, the, um, you know, just certain distractions, you know, you know, get something to get mad at. You almost, we almost have to almost accept that, 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 that we're going to be attacked in certain ways. But that doesn't mean, I'm not saying accept it and, and not do anything about it, but, you know, it's almost like, you know, and it's not just it's just police also. But still, there's a certain level of, 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 of calmness that one has to have through this storm because it's a storm that individuals are meant to try to get off balance off while they're in it and and potentially sink and really lose this battle. This battle is going to be almost more in one's head, you know, particularly the ones who are not necessarily hit by these, by these, by these negative energies, like what happens to that young girl and what they're going to do and how they're going to respond to their fellow man or maybe people who look like that man. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be the battle up in here. And then for for everybody, because I really think it's the distraction. I think you know. Word up, word up. Um, it's something directed at directed at African Americans. 
No so you know what I'm saying? So you know, well everything will be everything will be everything will be all good. Everything will be good at the end of the day, and you know we you know do what we're supposed to do in reference to that within our heads and what we're supposed to do legally as far as you know Jewish prudence that to deal with you know people that wrong us in you know the workplace or or law enforcement what have you. Ah, uh, no doubt. I can definitely dig it. Um, and yeah, I hope uh, more folks can definitely keep us in the loop. I'm going to try to stay in the loop with this story because I just found it to be very fascinating. Because again, if stuff hits the fan, you know, and people got an exodus, you at least know one country you can cross the border in and hopefully not get a whole bunch of crap from. So, we shall see. Um, let me see here. In terms of people being stupid on the internet, um, I don't understand this by now. Like, if you're going to be dumb on the internet, you can make private settings for your accounts. Like, you know, black Twitter and Twitter of color and other people who are just nosy will probably find out your information anyway. But don't put, like, dumb stuff on the public forums and expect people not to get in your case about it. It's one of the few things when people talk negative about the internet, that's one of the really good sides to me. Like, if you do something dumb, people will get in your ass about it quickly. And with this, uh, a Texas woman, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, by the name of Erica Escalante, um, lost her job um, for having a picture of her and this white girl um, out around Cotton. And, and um, her message on her social um, media joint on Twitter was, our inner nigger came out today while they holding con. And it's like, okay, you a dumb bitch already. Mm. Now, again, the wrath of black Twitter and I'll just say social network people who have sense, who don't like nonsense, they found out where this chick worked. They found out where she went to school. They informed her employers via all means about what happened. And her ass got fired in like literally hours. Mm. Like, yo, you want to be racist, sexist, um, homophobic, whatever you decide you want to be? You can be that, but you know what you shouldn't do? And maybe I shouldn't even be giving you this advice, but, but those people probably listen to this damn show anyway <laughs> and whatnot. Um, don't put it in a public forum and expect there to be no consequences. You got your face out there. You and that chick thought you were real cute at first talking about, oh, well, I, I just made a mistake. You ain't making a mistake. You typed that and you sent pictures. Mm-hmm. And then, this might sound messed up. Oh, your last name is Escalante. You think that Latinos don't have black in them? Mm-hmm. You got some close black in you. Don't get it jacked mm-hmm. up. <laughs> don't get it jacked up. All their color is of is black. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking like recent. We're not even talking about at the beginning of time and Pangea and all that. We're talking recent. Yeah, we're talking about within the last thousand to five hundred years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at this like, you know, it was almost funny coming there. Like the second I saw people having on Facebook, I'm like, that bra is going to get fired, and she did. I have Mm -hmm. no tears for her. I have no tears for anybody who does that type of stuff. They think it's cute because people will find a way. So, you know, put on some Curtis Blow and play Those the Breaks, because that's what happened to you. Those were the Breaks. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I I just had no sympathy for him. It was 2015, yo. Y'all know. 
Y'all know. All you gotta do is hit that little lock button. And maybe they won't find you for a little while. A little while. <laughs> it just shows to me just how comfortable. I think um, the term I saw on the net was pretty cool about it. They call it casual racism. People are so used to doing racist or prejudiced crap. They just think there's going to be no consequence to it. And people get irate when there's actual real life consequences to real life stuff. It's a foreign concept. Because to me, I would almost respect people more if they do stuff that they're just like, yeah, I said it, and instead of just trying to like bob and weave. Or like when all these folks, like, you know, it's around Halloween, and I'm sure people have seen stories by now where there's always somebody doing like a dumbass blackface costume. And then they get called out for it, and then all of a sudden it's all the, but I'm not racist. I have a Negro friend, or I listen to hip hop. I've never talked bad about nobody. But it's like, nobody should tell you in 2015 not to wear. Blackface. Hmm. Who needs to tell you that? Or if you're going to do that, you know what you shouldn't do? Post it up on the social network via public means. And expect nobody to get in your ass. Like, I've said it before and I said it again. I almost respect the racists in my parents' generation a bit more because they were blatant. There they I, I don't like N-words. I don't like whatever your racial epitaph is of your background. Or religious epitaph. Or sexual epitaph. Not all of this, well, what had happened was, or it was misinterpreted or misconstrued, or you know, again, I've had sex with a black person before, I can't be racist, like, okay. That makes it's amazing. it worse. I'm amazed how many people <laughs> I'm having amazed how many people have sex with one another and don't really like one another, but they will have sex with one another. Dude, that, that's, a, that's a topic for the unedited show. <laughs> that's a whole other thing we can get to a lot of talk about. But even when you talk about, like, the race thing, they're like, so because you bang somebody out, that makes you, like, what, the Martin Luther King of the world? That's, your, that's like, your your past? That's that's not how life works, but, you know, hey, whatever, whatever. Um, Next up on the story in, um, real quick run on politics. Um, I'm tired of debates already. We have a smooth year before we get to our U.S. presidential elections. I'm tired of everybody who's running from both parties. Both major parties, I should say. Um, it's I watched um, the part of the Democratic one only because one of my people actually hit me up at the time because I think, um, what, a Cheryl Crow or Shania Twain or somebody saying the national anthem, they were like, Mary, turn to the station is terrible. And um, I just ended up missing it at the very end, so I just ended up watching part of it. It's it's all like what, what they call that joint bread and circuses. Yeah. To me by now, and we're not even anywhere near where people can um post up a ballot. You know the Democrats are gonna try to you know shoehorn Hillary in our faces. I don't think Sanders for a mainstream guy is the worst dude, but they're not gonna have him get in there. He talks too free about certain stuff. He's done enough mainstream stuff, but he talks a little too freely about other things. They're not gonna let him slide. He's he might be at least 60% corporate, while Hillary is the full 100%. And Biden's not running. So I'm just like, eh, whatever. All them other dudes are going to disappear. The Republican joint, I really need Ben Carson and Donald Trump to go the hell away. <laughs> I was actually talking um, to my mom and my aunt. My aunt from Philly came down here a few days ago, and they were here for a minute. 
And she was just straight up just there like, I need Ben Carson to go away. He just needs to go. He's an embarrassment to black people. And I'm like, you know what? I completely agree. And it was said with more colorful language, <laughs> what I'm saying. But it's like, I agree. Because I look at Carson, it is there like, I feel mad that, uh, that all of us who um watched that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. back in the day who looked up to you. Because you're a mess. It's just what we just said a while ago. Black means more than color. It sure damn do. And also, again, the commentator, the commentator's like, you know what? You can do surgery on people's heads, but you ain't got a bit of sense in your head. It's like, that's a human being. That's not a black man. He just looked like a black man. Can I mean... Uh, he's not a... <laughs> I mean, I only expect so much from Donald Trump. I mean, the the, the man, the man is essentially a, a is a ringleader to a circus. He's doing his TV stick, and unfortunately, a lot of idiots in America are grabbing onto it. It sucks. I hope he eventually gets out the mix because I don't want to get frightening. But it's like and we're still early in the game. But it's just that like, yeah, you just need to go because I'm not going to agree with probably anybody in your party, but you need to go. But Dr. Carson, though, man, I'm just here, like, you telling blatant lies and stories while you're trying to seem like, like, you know what Dr. Carson reminds me of? He reminds me of that black dude who was raised around too many white folks, but he still wants to use some of that cool, quote-unquote, black cachet he never had in his community. <laughs> like, he wants, to, he wants to get that acceptance, like, he's one of the guys, but he still wants to have, like, the quote-unquote cool part to being a black person. Or yeah. a black dude, like um, him telling this story about the, you know, supposedly he, you know, he almost stabbed somebody back in the day, but a belt buckle saved him on like some Superman garbage, and um, it was funny. I was never talking to my aunt about um, when he, you know, said that you know he was in a Popeyes back in the day. Somebody tried to rob it. Talking about I was at the Popeyes organization. She was like, "What nigga talks about you at the Popeyes organization?" <laughs> When you go to Popeyes, who said the Popeyes organization? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I can't even, I can't even debate that. And that's true. Who, who says that? When I go to a chicken spot, I'm not going to be there like I'm going to the KFC Corporation. I'm like that nigga ain't never been to a Popeyes in his damn life. Much less been caught up in a robbery or worried or whatever, whatever. And there's a whole bunch of crazy crap he said. I don't feel like breaking down right now. I'm just like, dude, you're an embarrassment. That's even before people get into your policies, because you flip-flopped on a whole bunch of stuff. And you're a doctor. You don't, like... People can have their own religious beliefs or whatever, but it's like, dude, you're a doctor. You had to put some of that stuff to the side with your Hippocratic. Oh, because you are a doctor in a secular country. Like, I don't like how some of these folks want to talk about other countries, but they want to impose, like, they own version of, of a theocracy here. And I cannot call myself Christian at this stage of my life or whatever else, or most say I follow most major religions, but again, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other show. But um, what I can say is when people in this country have talked about we want to live under a Christian nation under, under God, you know who are the only people who get treated well? White men. Mm -hmm. And maybe a few side white women. 
Because people who said they ran a Christian country had black folks in chains, wiped out the majority of Native Americans, treated white women like crap the vast majority of the time if they weren't rich for a good period, much less, you know, our, uh, you know, Asian folks, Latino folks, so forth and so on. So I don't want to be under this version of a pseudo-Christian country where somehow capitalism is still good and you're supposed to treat, like, you know, poor people like crap or people that look like, look like you like crap. Yeah, I am no biblical scholar, but that's not how things are supposed to roll. That's how a lot of these cats are talking. So, you know, Republican Party, as far as I'm concerned, could go to hell. But the Democratic Party, if you want me to put in the vote as an independent voter, y'all got to step it up. Otherwise, I'm going right back to my Green Party, Steve, again. I'm already an independent yeah, person. And I want this country to you know, burn down. But I'm like, y'all got to step it up. Hillary is not supposed to just get, get it just because her last name is Clinton. And you got a lot of folks who act like that. Well, she'll be a woman president. That's cool, but I still want to have somebody who has some damn sense. Puts, a, put them, puts out some policy that are going to help me out. Plus, Hillary and the Democratic Party, and this is going to be one of the last time we'll get, get into. Some of these other stories we'll get into um, next week and um, whatnot. Um, there's some very interesting political things going on right now. Because while I think some folks are pretty much giving up on the Republicans in terms of things, and I don't blame them, like, no Republican is going to say Black Lives Matter. They're not even going to say it. <laughs> Much less believe in the um, basic reason of why it exists and what have you. Mm. But <sighs> this might be a little controversial, and another one of our folks we're going to be rolling out an interview with later on. Um, we're going to get to a whole big conversation about this from one of my folks from um, Ferguson. But um, Black Lives Matter has multiple facets. You have the basic slogan, Black, Black Lives Matter, because they do. Then you got people who are trying to, I guess, mainstream it by trying to get more formal political aims. And um, that concerns me. I am a believer that change happens on the outside and inside of a system. But I think something along these lines isn't supposed to be co-opted so folks can be there like, look, I'll pat these Negroes on the head and y'all just vote for me and then you'll not get anything back. Um, There are some folks who, what is a whole other conversation for another day too, who have been designated leaders of Black Lives Matter. Usually not by the people who are on the ground. Mm -hmm. And those folks have um, reached out to the DNC and they're supposed to be hosting one of the um, <clears throat> excuse me they're supposed to be hosting one of the debates um, from this particular formal Black Lives Matter network and um, Campaign Zero. Um, this concerns me a lot because I think some folks are just going to try to co-opt a few black folks when, you know, buildings ain't burning and stuff. Try to see them like they cool and, and, and get their check marks so they can just feel that, okay, the black vote's guaranteed because we don't got a black dude running so far this year who has any sense. Or a black woman. Or any other person of color who has sense. Um, the modern day Democratic Party is a few check marks away from being the old school Republican Party. And I don't, I just don't like that, man. I, I, I don't like it. It rubs me the wrong way 
on that end and also on the end of we got to keep it 100 as we've been talking all during this week's show you know black is a state of mind it ain't just a pigment or somebody's gear or whatever else um no no there are some people within these movements who I personally believe are using this as a hustle. No, no. They they're trying to get that next Al Sharpton MSNBC show. They're trying to be that that black person who somehow speaks for all the millions of black folks in America. And I'm just naturally a suspicious person on that end. But something feels weird about that to me. Like I don't think such a movement should just say we're only endorsing this party and that's it. I personally believe you shouldn't I personally believe you shouldn't endorse anybody. You should push everybody towards the right path. But that's my belief. That's why I'm like it feels like a power move to me. And I and, and I just don't dig that. And again, you know, this doesn't mean that there aren't people who might be trying to do some good stuff in there, but I'm like something Something feels very calculated about all of this to me. And not necessarily in the best way that's going to benefit everybody, but we'll see. I hope I'm dead-ass wrong. I really, really do. And this is not saying that people who are in this particular segment haven't dealt with crap in the streets or crap via police or anything else. I'm not saying that. But there is a civil rights industrial complex for profit. There is. No doubt. And some people may know what they're getting into, and some people don't. And I'm actually more concerned about the people who don't. Because that's going to make people who jaded later on who going to be like, screw it, I ain't going to be involved in anything. Because all of our ideals got co-opted into some, like, cut-and-dry nonsense, and people are placated now because they got a few dollars and a few article write-ups and stuff like that. But, um, we shall see. And, um, shoot, is there anything else? I think that's about it that I can think of to talk about for this week's show. We've got a good amount of stuff in. we still got an artist interview. we got to get in. I wanted to end stuff on a slightly higher note than this. Oh, real quick, shout out to all the folks over at New York Comic Con who are at Afro Future Fest. That was the first no ever um, black-focused segment of New York Comic Con in terms of like sales no. and being able to meet the artists and stuff like that. Um, I met quite a few um, dope folks over there. Um, some people who I've been talking to on the internet for a minute. And it's um, various folks all over the map. Um, due to Saturday being all jacked up, I was not able to um, meet Erica Alexander. A lot of people know her as um, <clears throat> Pam from Living Single. Um, the Concrete no Park book that um her and a Pony Perrier do is really really dope. Um, it's on fire. Um, Dark Horse people can check that out. Um, shout out to um Chuck Collins, a bounce. Um, and quite a few other folks were um up in the mix who um doing their thing from the independencies to um working with pets like Marvel and stuff like that. That was really really cool. And um, we're gonna have an article talking about their works really really soon. And always support. <clears throat> Support dope independent art, man. Like, this stuff is not... This stuff costs time and money to do, no matter what you are. No doubt. And all of that. And um, I just wanted to shout those folks out, because I forgot to do that during our um, New York Comic Con rant. And that puts things on a little more of an upper level after we just got pissed at a whole bunch of people. So, Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. 
Of course, we got you came aboard. No doubt. Fusion and Nive was on the side at all. Well, hopefully you haven't been bored. But we love you very much. It's just me just saying a shout-out and uh, uh, thanking you all for coming aboard. And and though we maybe ended on certain notes, then that's not how we leave and walk out. Everything is upbeat. Everything is all good. Because everything that is all good, that made us all good, represents us. No doubt, so no doubt. This is this is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing. Who we are now is definitely who we weren't when you heard us maybe in 2005 and 2006. You know, um, there's definitely been an evolution, and we thank all the people who still are bored from then. I think those people can see that. And that um, I almost feel like I did when I was a kid because before I experienced a lot of different things, I, I didn't have whatever. I just It's just now that same thing, but with knowledge now. So it feels good. I don't feel I don't feel old. I don't feel like I'm getting older. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I you know I, I don't have no kids, so I'm basically the same kid I was in high school because I worked in high school. So I'm that same dude, <laughs> you know. And it feels good. It feels good. It feels good. When I say I don't have kids, that doesn't mean that there's a, there's some quality women out there to have one. I'm just don't. It just hasn't happened yet. And I, I feel like you know. When you're about kids, you're about other people, and you know you you know and uh, you know you know you had to be responsible. In other words, but not getting too deep. But to sign all off, we love you very much, and I think you should have something to say and like you to broadcast and come talk with us another day. Okay. <laughs> all right, no doubt, no doubt, and um. Yeah, man, it's about that time to get into it. Fusebox radio broadcast, a lot of new yep, mixes, yep. the old school, yep, new yep. school, all of that. We yep, got yep. the PS the Rebels interview that's yep, about yep. to go down. So, yep, um, yep. Yep. It's, it's that yep, time yep. While, while he's just saying, yep, yep. yep, mad time to the background. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we love you most. Yes, indeed, we're going to get down. You see Fusebox is rocking the whole galaxy, and no one really comes close. No doubt, no doubt. This is the Fusebox Radio broadcast, DJ Fusion. I saw Rob Blackhawk. I saw Rob Blackhawk. Into the mix, old school, new school, all that, 21st century black radio. As we always say, if the commentary don't got to love or group anything that we say, but if it sparks some thought and some conversation, we've done the right thing. So it's um head nod and feet tapping time. So let's get into it. Yes, indeed. Talking because I'm in raw. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. Never graduating at all. Sometimes I feel I'm just a disappointment to y'all. Every day I just stay around and I can't be found. Always asking to give me some living life like a punk. Times is rough. My auntie got enough problems of her own. Nothing you supposed to be cold. I agree. I try to be the man I'm supposed to be. But negativity is all you seem to ever see. I admit I've done some dumb shit and I'm probably going 
why you can't get your ass up out the bed before three. You need to get up, get out, cut that bullshit out. Ain't you sick and tired of having to do without? Damn, what up with all these questions? You acting so you know something I don't. Do you have any suggestions? Cause every job I get is cruel and demeaning. Sick of taking trash out and toilet bowl cleaning. But I'm also sick and tired of struggling. I never ever thought I'd have to resort to drug smuggling. Nah, that ain't what I'm about. See, no one just continue traveling this route without any doubt or fear. I know the Lord ain't brought me this far so he can drop me off here. Did I make myself clear? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. Stand up, so what said you is kid? See, when I was a youngster, used to wear them niggas broke kids. My mama made me do it, but the devil, he made me smart. Taught me to jack them weak ass chickens, but they flick up starters in the middle school. I was a bigger fool. I wore a tank top to show off my tattoo, thought it was cool. I used to hang out with my daddy's brothers. I call them my uncles. They taught me how to smoke herb. I followed them when they ran numbers. So in a sense, I was Rosemary's baby. And then I learned the difference between a bitch and a lady. Yeah, I treat them all like no I pimped them. It's never had my money, so I never whipped them. Wait, see all the players came and all the players went. A player ain't a gangster, but a player can't handle his shit. You need to get up, get out, get something, smoke out, cause it's all about money, money, money. Yeah, right. I need to keep open plats in the brave. Said I hang where we go away, cause the dungeon is where the smoke that why. I'm too to organize, cause they raised me. I'm also down with the face, cause LA Reed, yeah, he pays me. Yeah, it's cool. Get up, get out, and get something. 
Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. Y'all telling me that I need to get out and vote, huh? Why? Ain't nobody black running but crack curves, so why I got to register? I'm taking a better shit to do with my time. Never smelled the aroma of diploma, but I write the deep ass rhyme. So let me take y'all way back to when a took stayed in Southwest Atlanta, A. Y'all could not tell me nothing, thought I hit that bottom rock. At age 13, start working at that loading dock. Then laying my mama off of work, General Motors tripping, but I come home back. Like Hank from licking and dipping, doing dumb shit not knowing what a nigga know now. Yeah, that petty shit will have you cased up and locked down. I dip over to East Point, still acting a fool, wasting my time in the school. I'd rather be shooting cool. Cool is how I played the tenth grade. I thought it was all about macking horse and wearing pimp face. Instead of being in class, I'd rather be up in some ass, not thinking about them six courses that I need to pass. Graduation road around like rolling police. Damn, that's no stuff. I should've listened when my mama told me that. If you play now, you're gonna suffer later. Figure she was talking yang yang, so I paid her no attention. And kept missing the point she tried to poke me with. The doper that I get, the more I'm feeling brokish ish. Huh. But that don't matter though, I am an OUT cast. So get up off your ass. Get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You got to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I.
you see me out and I'm grinning. Been tasting paper since Monday, that's seven days I've been sinning. Got, got your testing some blessings, cause they all God given. I guess the big magic question is how did I dodge prison? My sweet life.
DJ Fusion. Uh, 
I can see me in a sports car on 16th. Shots of brown at the sports bar. At 16, I was hiding report cards. Now I see myself getting where I'm going. No on star. GPS for that money got the directions. Monday night hit the strip joint and cop a section. Niggas ain't fighting no more. We got some weapons. Do it for the culture. I really come from the essence. Essence magazine, brown skin. Cousin from the Heights, she told me he got some pounds in. Said he out in Brooklyn, he be back uptown around 10. Mad traffic in the crib, going through it with housing. If I get evicted, play my crib. You don't want no drama, niggas pop up where your kids live. Set up where your wife work. I be dressed like I'm just coming see if your lights work. Shooter do it just cause he love me, nigga, that's light work. I see me in that ghost with a lot of smoke. I see me getting low if you gotta go. I see me in that foreign. See me with that Gucci umbrella when it's pouring. That's how I see it. I see me with connects from the motherland. Backwood in my left, pistol in my other hand. I see me on the Forbes list, see me in them Porsches, still rocking old white Forbes. I rock tuxes, busters, clusters cover my watches, drop mustard, color, foreign cars and garages, only queens are with Celine clutches, my bullet holes to my foes, side chick got a side chick, Hunter Green Nikes, they don't like me, I see is cuffing they lady when they sight me. Back with blowing, yak be poing, it's nothing a rap. Benjamin Button, nasty dawn, Rich Millie on the arm. Been literally rich since 9 6. Still where to hit my enemies with a tech at 9 6. Exotic materials on the neck and fly whips. I was fresh out the jacks, decked out the death. Y'all witnessed it, I could feel you with real millionaires. S cargo, front lawn like a dealership. Who I rep, 10th Street, 12th Street, plus the Vernon family. And that's where the end. Word. You see me in that ghost with a lot of smoke. See it. I see me getting low if you gotta go. See it. You see me in my foreign. See me with that Margella umbrella when it's pouring. That's how I see it. I see me with connects from the motherland. Backwood in the left, cash in my other hand. See I'm truer than the Forbes list. See me in the Porsche, still rocking them 84 Jordans. See me in Dubai, me and Buddha high Moving pies, I still see his mother through the sky I see tan lines, models, haters be anti I was smoking Graham Dimes, playing Foster with franchise I see myself in that GQ magazine I was low, nobody in the streets knew I had a fiend He had a green Honda Civic, parked it on my block I could drive it for days, just made sure he had a rock Waking up, smoking Kush, I could see the envy Weed and Henny, that's the reason it's evil in me I want it all, I ain't letting them keep a penny I see me Slumped in that Bentley, bumping the best of Biggie. Shouts to Philly, I see me and Freaky laughing. I see nothing in the Porsche, I see Lil in the Aston. I can see the city from a penthouse view. Married to the streets, the avenue just said I do. I see me in that ghost with a lot of smoke. I see me getting low if you gotta go. I see me in that foreign. See me with that Gucci umbrella when it's pouring, that's how I see it. I see me with connects from the motherland, backwood in my left. Pistol in my other hand. I see me on the Forbes list. See me in them Porsches. Still rocking all white forces. This is how I see myself. Ask me how I see them. I see myself in five years. Rich. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
DJ Fusion. Stay! 
about outside that crib. Now listening to Fuse Box Radio DJ Fuse. Medicine, cousin villain, let myself in. Only need a stick of butter cheese and some vitamin D. Double O M adds a masculine. Hang your hat on the steeds, a gentleman's testament. The rest been sold and told like the book of Evangel. I'm a whole of DVD, I ain't seen scandal. A handful, I owe you, won't miss a brew or two or six. Torture the lyrics, mics to crucifix. Fresh new kicks, I would put them on seven. Them shoes always hurt my corn. Models will return this young shirt, is worn torn. Got you on the track with the horn, word is born. I see you when you're gone to the next event. Represent. Get paid, big cuzzle, villain message sent. When in the friend zone, let me hit that. Unchecked scene text and missed calls. Explains the unwashed dish left from locked doors. Told her she gotta twerk to get gone. Still a jerk like when you hold the tech wrong.
just misunderstood in a translation of us like danger with us Cause we bring traditions that are ancient to us How like angel of dust we appear The rebels and we rockin' that that shit Two immigrants from Africa be talking that's why he leave with everyday on safari through the concrete city Rebels on the conquest to abolish everything But for now, uh, settle down, find a crowd with the same energy You can't rebound, gather round, not a single enemy can hold you down Get a stand with the sound within the beat to hold the crowd Got a fist and fold it out Got a throat, get a pick and comb it out But we all shake our lots, we'll be showing now No doubt you found a profound Afrocentric Afro sound From the sound of the speaker, Maisha Graffiti all over the geezer Egypt, two kings with some bad queen Latifas Two reaches on Why everybody claiming king to a throne When kings get the throne, when rebels get it going Movements eventually taking over All black camouflage hitting over my face With a spear on stage I become the very face of every face That ever stared death in the very face And survive that shit like rebels and renegades Just wanna live for the better days And if it's lemon, make lemonade Add ice cubes in a dinner plate In this beautiful yet cold world Prepare your heartbeat to break like Oh my goodness Can you open your ears and listen to this brother? everybody one two one two what's going on you're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide fusebox radio broadcast with dj fusion and i saw rob blackhawk bringing you the best what we call 21st century black radio to the masses since 1998 whether it's on your fm radio station internet radio station community radio station podcast or your favorite website of choice we're up in here to bring you the best of old and new school music representing diaspora such as hip-hop soul funk jazz reggae and more as well as news commentary and interviews. Now, folks know that uh, myself and the Blackhawk haven't done interviews in a while because, quite frankly, a lot of these music cats, yeah, they're they're not the best. You know what I'm saying? And it well, not necessarily just in terms of the music, but also in terms of the attitude. And when we do interviews, we want to bring the best people to y'all who are balanced on multiple levels and what have you. Now, I've heard the group that we've had on that we're going to have on shortly before and then um one of our home girls who actually helps um rebroadcast the show and all the other good stuff sky from skyhook radio hit me up like yo you hear about ps the rebel y'all gotta have a mom blah 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 blah. and i'm like yeah i've heard those good dudes so a little bit of talking a little bit of hustling and now we have them on the radio show actually our first interview of 2015 so y'all are special guys we don't interview any old regular jokers and all that. <laughs> word, word, that's peace. word, that's peace, man, that's peace, just introduce ourselves, my name is Python, and I'm Samuel, and together we are PX the Rebels, uh, PX the Rebels, alright, alright, and we'll do the regular rigmarole questions first for people who may not be familiar as of yet, even though folks have heard a track or two of y'all on right. the show, um, right. where do y'all represent from? 
Oh, man, we represent the continent, the motherland, uh, the center of the earth, Africa. That's what we represent. Yeah, but right now we reside in Texas. That sounded so sad to end. Like, we reside in Texas to represent all blackness. <laughs> it's all good. Yes. Yes. Hey, yo, shout out to Dallas, though. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dallas is also second home. All right, no doubt. I can dig that. Now, y'all were born and raised in Kenya. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, so y'all are literally doing the um, African-American Steve. <laughs> yep. Right now. Yep, literally. So, Ron, when did y'all um get um to Dallas? Um, um, well, I mean, it's been it's been about over it's been over fifteen years. Um, just living the whole, I guess, as you just said, African American experience. Um, at the same time, also being an immigrant, it also sheds different light and different perspective on things. So, yeah, it's been about over fifteen years. Okay. Okay. Now, in regards to like the um different experience, like, like how so? I mean, in terms of I guess the realms of just like everyday life to maybe you know activism type of vibe, like, you know, how do y'all feel about you know the compare contrast experience from around? I, I guess I would say Kenya, Africa to here, um, in the okay. states. Um, it, it's definitely a struggle for all both cultures on, um, you know, on both, uh, both islands or whatnot in Africa and over here in the States. You have uh, oppression over there and you have oppression here. And, you know, what we've learned is, uh, what we're fortunate to have learned is an uh, unbiased perspective, you know, from the black man, a black man's oppression back home and the black man's oppression here. Well, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You know, we, we're having um, corporations and conglomerates going down there and killing us for resources. And then here in the States, you know, we're having, um, you know, terrorism on homeland terrorism, which is pretty much police brutality. So it's, it's the same monster, just a different face. No doubt, no doubt. And yeah. with um, all of this, I mean, we're going to definitely get into some, you know, some other aspects of that later on. But um, let's hit up a few things in regards to the music first. Like, what had y'all decided to be there? Like, yo, I want to do hip hop. I want to be um, an MC and put out dope music. Really, uh, I'll say hip hop is not really music in general, but hip hop is just very influential. You know what I'm saying? I'm just coming from a whole other world uh, where, you know, English is not the first language or the second. Uh, and you got some rappers over there just sitting on, you know, listening to people like, in my time, it's like Sweet Dog was high, you know, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, that's what came out. And just listening to that, you know, it's really influential. You have kids over there just learning how to speak a different language in the music. And you don't even have teachers teaching you the English. So it's crazy that you got these street kids over here teaching street kids over there how to speak. So, um, you know, just seeing the power of the influence of hip-hop really just, um, you know, what's inspired. I, you know, I can speak for me, you know. Um, really inside us to do that, so. Okay, true indeed, true indeed. Since I always like asking people that particular question because people come at it at so many different angles, and as much as folks, I think, sometimes still look at hip hop in terms of a closed, like, ecosystem, it's literally international. So, yeah. the right. way that everybody can connect on, you know, those levels, whether it's the beat to what's being said, so forth and so on, I think it's really important to have that, you know, brought out there and put out there. Now, with y'all's music, I know you have, <coughs> excuse me, your current project out right now. 
um, via War Media, which is dope, by the way. People need to go ahead and cop that um, Great Migration EP. Word. Yeah, yeah. That's like, the one media too. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Like I hear, you know, I don't want like I hate the the term that people want to use for quote unquote world music because it's so damn generic or whatever. But you know, besides I guess what people would say are the more traditional hip hop vibes, along with you know y'all's lyricism, you would definitely hear like the influence of different types of African music in the mix as well as y'all's production. Yes, right. And um, what have you, which I'm assuming is just a blend of all the ways that, you know, cats came up. Yes. And what have yes. you. Now, one of the things I found interesting about the album, besides, you know, you know, y'all's name and the lyricism and all that, is the fact that on certain levels, y'all are just there like, you know, rebel is not a word to be taken lightly. Or, no, or to be killed. Like, I know in the Medicine Man, Joy, you know, y'all kind of call folks out on that list. <laughs> Word, yes. Um, now, you know, just, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Now, I was just about to say, uh, you know, with the whole uh, ideology of rebel, you know, a rebel back home in Africa, you know, those are the people who are vilified. Those are the, you know, those are the oppressors. Those are the people who are painted to be the villains, like the Konis and, you know, the Yamins and all that. But at the end of the day, those rebels are just a product of their environment. You know, it's the conglomerates and the corporations that have created a situation and circumstances to give birth to these type of rebels, which in, in, in reverse or contrary, that we feel that applies to us as well. You know, a lot of our perspectives and a lot of our ideologies are, you know, pretty much a byproduct of the oppression that we have faced personally. So it's the same thing. It's the same token flip side of each yeah. coin and whatnot. I say, you know, like rebels is, um, you know, rebels to us started out as freedom fighters. You know, don't live anymore because of that. So, you know, it's not just a trend or anything. This comes from a certain, you know, a certain background and, you know, giving homage to basically the ancestors. Yeah, got to give homage to the ancestors. No doubt, no doubt. And I definitely dig that vibe because I think sometimes whether it I think wherever we're all are, sometimes people forget that there's a history to all of this and some patterns are unfortunately going ahead and repeating themselves. Like we're at the stage now people will be there like, I'm a rebel if, you know, I tweet only three times a week instead of like every single day or whatever. Yeah, and right, like right. that type of thing gets toned down. Likewise with the level of rebellion, I think on certain levels that's happening in the states right now, especially with the issues of brutality and overreach and law enforcement, right. yeah. you got some folks who are just there like, I'm rebelling, but it's just there like, are you really doing that though? You know, you're still yep. engaging a lot of the same systems that are jacking people up in the first place now. We might not necessarily expect to be having 180 on a whole bunch of stuff, but it's just there like, you know, where do things go? Like, I know I've been in a conversation with some of our fellow folks over in St. Louis about how the entire situation is going with the upcoming presidential election and um, various folks right. who were saying they represented Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. And that was a really interesting convo about, well, you know, some folks actually want to make a difference and push against the system. Some people want to get into the system use it as a hustle. Right. In regards to you know, putting true. on the Civil Rights Act and what have you. But everybody wants to say that they're a rebel and look like they're the independent guy um, pushing against the cause of the system. Now, I think I hear a lot of wind in the background. Now, hopefully, it's not a disconnection. Good, we good, we good. 
Okay, it's all good. It's all good. We'll make sure we got all these answers clear and stuff. Now, you know, how do you feel? Now, how do y'all feel about a certain um movement that are going on right now against police brutality here in the state? Man, I would say, um, you know, police brutality here. You know, it's first of all, it's, it's never stopped. You know, um, police come from a from a force that was hired. You know, it, it was an organization that used to be for hire, and you know, coming from that, you know, even the name itself, policing. Um, you know, in our communities, the black and brown, a lot of times, you know, it's just about enforcers but you go to a you know suburban it's more about peace officers and it's, it's just different how you know we're treated and things are even perceived and you know and people always try to revert back to the whole where you know black people kill each other you know the same effect is also on us you know seeing the, the the less value when it comes to black lives same effect is on us that we also see in the police force the only difference is they're actually supposed to be protecting us you know so it's something that's continuously happening. You know, black and brown and uh, several different other races have always been oppressed by that force. And it's just now we have technology, <laughs> you know, technology from these resources from Africa that, you know, now we have camera phones and all that different stuff. So now we see it every day, <laughs> which is a little more different than, you know, just hearing a story. No doubt, no doubt. And I think to a degree that makes things on some levels almost a little bit worse because you have people who actually can see what people have been telling stories about for ages, from like mm-hmm. people like my mother's generation to my grandmother's generation, which is they're like, this has happened all the time. And you got people who can see it in crispy high-definition video, literally. Like, there was a video right. that just came out today where nine police officers, like, jacked up this black teenager for jaywalking. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I and, saw and you have people that they're like, well, what did they do? It's like... He was jaywalking. Are jaywalkers that damn dangerous in the streets where you still want to try to make an excuse for why this is happening? <laughs> or the young man, man in Florida, or, or actually, or the young man in um Texas recently it's, a day it's, ago. It's, it's actually so funny that the young man who was uh, murdered in Texas, he's actually five minutes from where I work. That's where he got murdered at. And oh, wow. it, it, it's crazy when you just look at it in retrospect and it's, it's it's happening right now. This ain't what we learned about 60, 80 years ago. This is literally happening right now as we speak. People are just getting murdered. People are getting victimized. People are getting targeted. And, you know, we just need, at this point, we need more awareness, more education, and uh, accountability. And, you know, I think that's where hip-hop will serve its purpose. You know, you know, shout out to the Minister Farrakhan for doing what he's doing with the hip-hop and, you know, gathering all the hip-hop major influences and, you know, and trying to use them to bring more attention and awareness, you know, to right. what's going on to black people, black and brown people. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And it's just something we shouldn't stand for any longer, you know. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad that all these revolts are happening all around the world. And, you know, people are starting to wake up. But we, we're going to have to have that one strong push to have people really, really wake up. No doubt. Like, I look at things right now, and it's like we have a little bit of time where we get to check people. But it's like, that shouldn't necessarily be the biggest celebration. Like, wow, like in, in my state of Maryland, like, wow, the state attorney is actually doing their job. <laughs> it's like, that shouldn't be right. miraculous exactly. after Freddie Gray got, you know, basically destroyed and, and, and killed by the police. It's like, wow, the state attorney actually is putting up charges against all the cops. This, this should not be a victory right. in 2015, right. you know? Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. So that, that should be the norm, you know? But society is, you know, again, just a byproduct of of how we have been treated, on, on how we've been oppressed. And this is the manifestation of that. You know, how people 
people look at it and say, oh, my goodness, she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. You know, she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. Don't be alarmed by that. I'm glad and fortunate that she has the good, she has the goodness in her heart to do it. But that shouldn't just be a rare case. That should be the casual. That should be the norm. That should be the standard. That should be the status quo. Right, 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 right. You know? No doubt. Or even the um, young man, actually, I think it was Irving, Texas, who had built that clock. Yeah, and they were there like, and they were just there like, it, it can't be a clock, you know. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're a young African Muslim. It must be a bomb. And it's like, wait uh, a second, what? <laughs> yeah, and you hear, do you hear what right. one of the cops said? One of the cops was like, when they brought him into the room and nine officers, one of the cops was like, "Yup, I knew it was him." Like, Yo, what do you mean by you knew it was him? Because um, Islamists, you automatically assume that I'm bombing stuff. Well, that's even a whole different story. That's just, you know, propaganda. But, yeah, it's crazy. Here in Texas, I mean, here in Texas alone, one of the high schools we went to is the last high school in the nation to segregate. Oh, wow. <laughs> integrate, actually, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, to integrate, not segregate, integrate, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean like, it's, it's crazy out here in Texas. Yeah, Texas is, is that state. <laughs> it is that state. And it's an open carry state, too. So, you know, know your rights. We always push that idea, you know, know your rights because, I mean, most people don't like guns, but, yo, protect yourself. That's all I got to say. I like life, you know, I'm pro-life. Yeah, I right. can take that. And actually, let me ask y'all, do y'all have, like, cause I'm actually very curious about this, especially in places that are open carry, but it's just they're like, oh, my God, a Negro's walking down the street. They're the most violent thing ever, whether they got a gun or not. Do y'all open carry, or do y'all encourage open carry amongst, you know, folks in the black community? Um, yeah, man, uh, we're actually part of an organization called the Huey P. Newton Gun Club. And, oh, uh, word, we, I heard we, of Cool. Yeah, Huey P. Newton Gun Club, we did a, uh, we did a, a national demonstration at South by Southwest this year, um, you know, marching to the Capitol, because Austin, Texas is the capital, you know, mm-hmm. of the state. So um, we went over there to basically protest a certain certain cases that were going on and kept on getting pushed back. And um, we, we encourage open carry because, you know, it's about know your rights, you know, know exactly where and how you can carry and how to operate a gun, not just carrying them like, you know, like you see a uh, movie or something to get inspired. But actually, these are, these are weapons to protect yourself. You know, people break into homes. You got, I'm not encouraging, you know, um, any, like, police violence, but at the same time, I said, I'm pro-life. So, um, preservation, right? Yeah, self-preservation. Every every man, woman, and child has a right to self-preservation. So, um, you know, know your rights. So in Texas, yeah, we do open carry. And, you know, it was scary when, when they saw black people do it. You know, it was over like 50 of us dressed in all black, and that's when you, you're going to get attention. But when you march down the street with your hands up, they're not going to listen to you. Hmm. You know, so um, at, at that time, we, we took that opportunity to teach people about the open carry a lot of youth, 18 years old, you know, if you don't have a felony, definitely open carry, line those weapons, um, you know, especially yeah. handguns concealed. So, yeah, I mean, just, you know, know your rights, and you can definitely do it out here. All right, true indeed, true indeed. So, CPS the Rebels, again, it, it ain't just a name. <laughs> yeah, it's a lifestyle. You know, I'm not the one trying to be a cynic, but, you know, I'm over 35 years old. I've seen different movements. I've been involved in different movements. Not just in terms of the music, but other things. And sometimes with some of the music cats, I mean, I'm not saying everybody's going to do the same thing, but some folks are like, okay, you read one book. 
And now you're talking all this trash. <laughs> and then you're engaging in the same nonsense that you always had, but you're quote-unquote conscious or whatever terminology people want to use. So it's good right. to see that balance, you know, amongst heads and whatnot in regards to all of that. Now, with um this project, I know it's on sale via iTunes and things right now. Are there other ways that people can get the project? Yeah, um, they can get the project pretty much every way for streaming. Um, Spotify, um, Amazon, Google Play, um, you know, music, all Apple Music. Yeah, all those. And, of course, they can definitely get it at CSTheRebels.com. You know, that's the hub. Got all the videos and everything on there. Um, yeah, you can just you can get it on uh, actually Pandora as well. We just had a Pandora channel open up. So check it out and keep some of your favorite hip-hop guys, too. No doubt, no doubt. And the site is a very nice site. It is not a something that goes directly to a Twitter page or something <laughs> bootleg or nothing because, you know, we all don't have right. a whole bunch of money. It don't got to be the most flashy joint. But sometimes it's like, come on, y'all, you can't pay eight ninety nine and and get a template for your site. I don't know how you're supposed to get your music out there to the people. Right, Money where your mouth is, right? No doubt. I mean, I see y'all got the Rebel Shop up on here, you know, photos, about us section, all of that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, with um the site and everything else, is that something that's done um through y'all directly, or is that done through War Media, or is that like a collabo? Uh, directly, directly, yeah. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. And, and any comments anybody has, any suggestions, any any um. You know, just anything that people want to let us know, you definitely can hit us up on there, and that comes to us directly. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely all good. And people have seen here that, you know, y'all performed with a whole lot of folks from Kendrick Lamar to Erica Badu and more. Um, Like, when people go to see a show with y'all, like, what should they expect? Like, what should they expect in regards to, like, the energy, the type of Uh, set y'all go through, (laughs) that type of thing? Well, that's but I see uh, these that's videos, and, and y'all y'all be hype on these videos. So <laughs> most um most of the people, you know, when we perform, um, you know, we we are in our traditional attire, you know, wearing dashikis and just you know representing because you know a lot of a lot of people wear the bling and the ice, which I'm not uh, I'm not talking down on or I'm not you know being dismissive too, but but we don't do that because we understand where that comes from and we understand the people that have been murdered for that to be possible, so we don't rock into that. So hey, so. Immediately when people see us and how we're dressed, they automatically judge us. But, you know, once the music starts and then we get into the performance, we're really personable. Um, we really bring people into our world because we understand that it's a lifestyle that people are, buy- are buying into. It's a lifestyle that people respect. And we're not just sitting here spitting bars and just going hard, but, you know, it's a, it's a blend and it's a mix and it's a fusion of everything. And it's, it's unfamiliar. It's, it's unfamiliar. It's basic. It's definitely culture, you know. Yeah, bringing culture, culture. Sure. yeah, bringing a culture and leaving people with a sense of knowledge too. Something you know, um, something they want to act upon. You know, sense no, of action. No doubt, and that's definitely a thing that's needed because, yeah, people can be shallow, and sometimes folks are gonna see the gear. Like some people probably watch, like let's just saw the freeze frame with some of these videos. They're probably like, oh god, they're gonna be on that incense and whatever vibe. Yeah, <laughs> telling me that you know. I'm garbage and this, that, and the third, because I'm just trying to nah. go about my regular day. And, and y'all don't have that, and that's definitely a good thing. Word, word. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, just personal experiences here in America, just, you know, integrating to this culture, 
and then also keeping our culture alive, we've learned to, to mingle and mix, you know. So it's, it's not about, you know, being dismissive or throwing somebody else's culture away, but it's just, you know, check our culture out. Remember where you come from. Remember your culture. This is what your great-great-great-grandparents did, right, you know. Right, And just to piggyback on that, you know, it's about, like, you know, that's the beauty of the world. I personally feel is like having an opportunity to go somewhere else and see something different. And, you know, I, I don't want to go to to Europe or China and see the exact same thing I see in Texas. I don't want to go to California and see the same thing I see in Texas, you know. So um, it's, it's experience and coaching, just teaching people to, like, yo, there's different things going on in this world and just, you know, embrace our differences instead of singling out. No doubt, no doubt. And that actually leads right into um, something I was going to talk about with y'all's video for The Edge. Word. And whatnot, where you had all the different people representing that, you know, and, and we're all going through a certain type of struggle and what have yeah. you. Because you had my man in the stiff business suit, you know. <laughs> you had, like, you know, the regular. I don't, don't want to be, be stereotypical, but, you know, the, the regular cat wearing a hoodie, wearing a hoodie. Yeah, right. through, you, know. yeah. you had a chick trying to meet up the different standards and what have you, yep. which I actually thought was cool, too, in y'all's video. Y'all, like, had, like, a little um, bit of information. Where it's like, in a way, we're all screwed because certain society may try to make us fit into a box that we all might not necessarily need to fit in. Right. They'll try to make right, us right, not right. feel like we're all equal and human. So that just made me think of that when y'all were getting into, you know, the particular aspect of we can represent everything and still be about something. And mm. what have you. And right. oh, that's a cool video. So we got to talk about right, that. Right. I, I definitely appreciate that, man. And, um, before, you know, even mentioning all that, that is a sense of direction we were going for. Uh, is um you know time kind of struggles you know some people yeah maybe going through worse things but end of the day man we're human <laughs> you know we struggle and we we, we want to be happy and um we're, we're also all based in certain systems you know even some of the privileged people they put in certain systems to be in a position you know and um just tying all everything together and everybody gets pushed to the edge you know yeah 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 how long for their direction too oh yeah no doubt, no doubt. And let me see here. This actually has flown so well. This conversation has flown so well. Like some of this convo with stuff I was going to ask has already been talked about. So that's good, though. That's good for an interview. No doubt. It's not like I'm pulling pulling teeth out because, again, some interviews, they're like, dear God, do you know how to talk about anything? So this is cool. <laughs> Word. That's what's up. Now, like, when y'all go to the studio and, you know, are set to make some music, like, do you have a particular creative process y'all get into? Um, it's different, personally. Um, Sam has his, uh, Samuel has his, I got mine. Um, I like being in my own zone, um, because, you know, I personally feel that music is a spirit, and, um, you know, I, I like getting into a little meditative point first, and then, um, you know, try to tune into the ancestors and, you know, be a, be a vessel. And just get that message across. So I like I like being in my own zone. That's that's just me personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same way. I don't like to hear other music when I'm writing. I like to I'm be very personable and in a quiet space. I like to control the instrumental. <laughs> stop it. Hard <laughs> it. Stop it. You know. I just yeah. I just like to be in my own space and uh, nothing else. Listening to nobody else around me sitting there bars. <laughs> that's me. You know, that's that's my ideal atmosphere. And, and somehow y'all both with these relatively opposite ways of work and make it happen, which makes it awesome. Right. Cool. <laughs> exactly, you know. Right, yeah. right. 
Now, I know you have um, the Great Migration EP out now. Like, what do we have coming up next in terms of, like, seeing shows or other music and what have you in the um, upcoming months to year? All right. Um, well, uh, we're going to be at the APC. We, we're going to be part of a showcase out there so people have an opportunity to come and see us rock live. Uh, that's going to be on the 9th of uh, October. And then uh, we got a couple of festivals here in Dallas as well that we're going to be catching up. And, um, you know, just we're working on new music, new videos right now. So, you know, as long as people stay tuned, we will always be bringing that material, always. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then also at the, at the end of the year, um, you know, we're, we're also going to be a part of a, a youth summit in, um, in Kenya. So we're going to be flying out to, uh, to Kenya, from Kenya to Senegal, you know, bringing awareness and, you know, music workshops for the youth out there because music is a big, it's a big tool. So we want to also put the people back home with, uh, with the music and the experience we have. Just sold on right. Right. So. Right. And to also piggyback on that, we're, um, we're working on, uh, we're part of an organization called Friends of the Congo. We got Congo Week coming up in October. Okay. Basically spreading awareness on, uh, what's been going on in, in the Congo as far as the resources, you know, uh, Congo is one of the largest, Deposits for gold, diamonds, and coltan, and different things like that, and of course it caused a lot of people laugh. So we spread awareness on that, and try, you know, not try, but we raise money and send it back home, and basically build institutions. Is what we're trying to do. So yeah, that's part of the other thing. All right, true indeed, true indeed. So definitely a lot of um good quality stuff going on, and again for folks who. Are not familiar yet? Y'all have heard different tracks. You're going to hear more through the show, but, you know, definitely go to psderebels.com, support our quality independent yes. music artists and what have you. As folks said, they're the ones who are going to be reaching directly back out to you. If y'all want to talk, have convo, Word. do some bookings because artists need to eat, guys. I don't know how people oh, don't get this concept what? yet, but, um, <laughs> these projects ain't for free and the majority of folks who do creative, um, stuff, we need to eat, so go on ahead, you know, <laughs> buy these projects. If you know a dope promoter who, you know, is about that, we're going to put that direct deposit life going on, get these, you know, gentlemen booked or what have you. Um, as I said, the site is on point. You get to see videos. You get to see some performance video and all of that. And for all the um, social networks, how can folks reach out to you that way? Because some people literally live on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. All right. All right. Well, uh, Instagram is PS the Rebels. On Facebook, like us, PS the Rebels. On Twitter, it's PS the Rebels. On YouTube, it's PS the Rebels. On LinkedIn, it's PS the Rebels. Everything is PS the Rebels. And don't forget, www.com. Another thing that some folks yeah. forget have all <laughs> your stuff that you can possibly have under your name, under your name. So yes, yeah, yeah. It's not get your Shiki too. Yeah, right. <laughs> and on SoundCloud, here's the Rebels as well. Yep, and they have, like I said, they have the store on site here, and you got all your colors and everything with these Shikis. You got the ill wristbands and all that too. Word. You can buy the music, you can look at the photos for y'all ladies, you can be there like, oh, these are nice looking young men, you can check out these photos, <laughs> and um, all that good stuff, and just see like a lot of stuff that's been going on, you know, you got your solo photos, you got photos with, I guess, a lot of folks you've been on tour with and performed with, and all that, yeah, you see yeah. that, you know, P.S. The Rebels on multiple levels, from the music to working in the community, don't play, yeah. and a lot more of our music community need to do that, this is not to preach and say everybody has to do it the same way, but... You know, 
it's all a circle, it's all a cycle. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes folks tend to forget that. So it's yeah. cool to be um able to do this interview with you guys and for y'all to take out y'all time and Thank your you. busy schedule to rock this out. Yeah. Thank, you. Appreciate Thank you for having us. You know? right. No problem. That's no problem. Amazing. Definitely glad to do so and I'm definitely looking more to um new music and um other uh, seeing the other activities that y'all are gonna get into. Now um yeah. I just got one more question that I'm gonna ask y'all for shout outs or whatever. Um right. it's a question I always like to ask like let's say maybe one or two artists like if you haven't collaborated with yet, who would be like the music artist that it would just be a dream to collaborate with on a, oh, on a track? Goodness. All right. As far as me, because, you know, we have different influences, but uh, as far as me, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to break the rules. I'm going to have to give you three. Okay. Um, I'm a, as far as new school, I'm a, I definitely want to work with Kendrick. Um, I want to work with Cole, J. Cole, and um, I also want to work with Eminem. He's a big influence on me as well. So those are the three main ones that I have to work with in my lifetime. I have to. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would say, you know, um, I, would, I would love to work with the Roots, uh, Black Dot. Um, I would love to work with, uh, really, I would like to work with Kanye. And, yeah, yeah I would like to also work with, uh, with Eminem. Yeah, Eminem is definitely on that list, too. All right, true indeed. Definitely some good selections on, um, those ends. And, um, any folks you want to go ahead and, um, shout out? People you know, folks you worked with, the world, uh, yeah, whatever's yeah. all good. Yeah, well, uh, shout out to, to the homeland, Kenya, you know. Watch, watch. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kenya Africa Movement, uh, Friends of the Congo, um, UT Newton Gun Club, and uh, World Media. You know, shout out to to, to all them. Telemica Films. Um, shout out to the Knuckles. You know, shout out to everybody who's been a you know part of our journey and has helped us get to this point. Because everybody needs help. Everybody. I don't care who you are. You know, we're humble enough to recognize that. So you know. Appreciate, appreciate everybody who's definitely been a part of our journey. Yeah, shout out to Sky Hood, too. Word. No doubt, no doubt. Definitely shout out to Sky's cool peoples, connected me to more oh, cool peoples. Can't word. be bad at all that. Word, word. And, and also, ironically, that was one of the Huey Newton um, Gun Club was one of those that I was like trying to research and be like, damn, I need to, to talk to somebody about what they do. So everything, everything works for whatever reason, for whatever part of the universe that y'all believe in in terms of how life balances yeah. out. So the divine right, right, right. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So again, thank y'all guys. Really appreciate all of this. And again for all y'all folks who are listening to the radio show, we're gonna have this interview, yeah. of course, embedded in the show and you can always check us out um via podcast and our wonderful folks who go ahead and broadcast us all throughout the world. You can check out that list of people over at our official blog site, blackradiowasback.com. Or as always, you can check out all of our archives of the show for the past two to three years via fuseboxradioonline.com or via our podcast host via Podomatic at fuseboxradio.podomatic.com. With the Fusebox Radio Show, y'all know you can always reach out to us via either of those two sites or via all of our social media, which it was slash Fusebox Radio, so Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. And our Facebook like page is Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. And in our show notes, we'll have all the information, again, in terms of how to reach out to PS The Rebels, and y'all will definitely hear their tracks on our show. And again, always support our quality music artists, period, but especially our independents, because... 
you know, getting these resources can be a grind and whatnot. And for people to put themselves out there with their creativity, they deserve to get something back. So, yep, one of our first and dope interviews of 2015. Again, I definitely got to thank y'all for being on with us and being on board. And we're about to go ahead and get into, um, excuse me, the next mix here, DJ Fusion of Soul Raw Black Cock. This is the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast. And we're going to go ahead and keep making all of this good stuff happen. Alright. Peace. Okay. Cool. We got it. Word. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. No problem. Again, thank y'all for everything. It was really, really cool. And, um, I will definitely hit folks up. We should have it on next week's show. And I'll hit folks up and I'll do all the promo and everything. And, um, yep, yeah, should be good. Cool, cool. Appreciate that. Let us know if you need anything else. No doubt. Definitely will do. So, you know, I hope everybody's work day that's still going on ends quickly. <laughs> I'm at the mall. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and whatnot. Word. And folks get in some good rest. And, um, y'all brothers have a good night. Likewise. Word, you likewise. can bless him. All right. No doubt. Peace. Yeah. Yo. Summer, let me tell you where I'm from. Every day you miss never no outcome, doubt son, so never leave home without one, Malcolm, by any means, but I'm about son, how come, nobody will defend ya, without incentive, some things I learned since the center, move fast, don't let things catch up with ya, live life with the same cocaine, No worries is the life that we after Despite the hunger and the disasters that disrupt us from living without anger, only peace amongst us. Swahili boy with a rasta, burning ganja every chance, cause life can feel like a cancer. Forget the day in France, cause I'd rather lay back on a beach in Mombasa. World of problems, you're trying to hurt me. You're not my No worries, I try to tell mama, don't worry I know I act to say the things that get black man buried But it feels the world's got it out bad for me And you, your mama and the cousins too And the damn aunties Rebel to it all like a rock to the smoke bongy Puff, puff, pass me, nothing to run to But at last sleep, everyone currently need a currency And early evening 
sunrise like the sunset Shining bright like the diamonds that conflict Where success don't make much sense But the guns with the thumbprints That belong to young kids Does I guess Seen in my Shayangu So I live it From Nairobi aka Nairobi to the village Barefoot playing with the children And that's my definition of the call So sing, sing, sing.
Fuse Box do the do. Do the do. You cannot know. Do you know about the black ego? Let me tell you about the black ego. Strong and powerful, king of the sky, protecting all things with his watchful eyes. Beautiful soul, I. 
Tell your mammy, tell your pappy, fuse box, I got the nasty. Cars clothes, girls and games. Through the years, a lot of things change. We shared a love like a melody. My sweetest moments are in your ear with a mirror.
when I call, you come. You always answer my call when I call. You always come. You always answer calls when I call. You come. You always answer my call when I call. You always Question if it's real or not. You're right there at all times. Even when my car broke down in the parking lot, you were there. You didn't stutter or hesitate. You come to my rescue once again. Like that. You always answer calls when I call. You come. You always answer my calls. Intrinsically before you pick up the phone to dial There's an intimate connection Something triggers a smile I'm here for you, here for you You're next to me, next to me Essential, essential Telepathy In the center of Times Square I feel like I'm in isolation Tune out a billion sounds And I can sing a lot your vibration your Lips Tongue My eyes are closed But I can see them calling me to come Faith without fear creates resistance for blemishes Halfway around the hemisphere The distance diminishes when you could Going on. 
back day to day. In Marabon, a bag of tan in the travel lawn, backhandler, manhandler, mom, Sean, peace to Mandela and Farrakhan, the best card in flesh, Sean's here, metal fragments on face, the Teflon beard, the ape is great, the papes I make is great, the weight I break on plates is shake, don't hate, the flow is straight, so no debate, I'm holding cake, unload the eight, behold your face, Clapper of the nine, rap rapper all the time Can't rewind that, rapper rapping lines Fine, I'm that Sun Rabby on the motherfucking track I once threw 190 on the motherfuckers back Rap like somebody out already Slap them hard body, they be out already Rebel hear the tune Stepping at the moon, the metal bitted goon Pink In the hood and how they living Heavy metal concealing Hustle until you touch it Nine to five a drug dealing It don't matter how I get it I got it Fuck feelings I don't have none I'm about my paper nigga ass come Don't get confused on how the cash come Never By any means necessary better Get up off your ass and get my money before I stretch ya Out in front your doorstep When I brandish this four fifth You can make arrangements to a dead man a ghost Yup See, I come from them cuts for real. Nuts long before this rap came, fuck the deal. I survived the game of life, nigga, fuck some skills. Crossing me in any way, this pussy must get killed. I'm alive, he came, he bust, he left. I wouldn't have made for sure I was dead, he fucked himself, yeah. Cause now I'm at his ass with a vengeance. Blood in, blood out from the beginning till the ending. Real shit being spent, know your limits. It's best you mind your motherfucking business. So hard in these streets, got a pack of pistol plus, talk to God in these streets. Go to church Sunday, Monday, selling raw in these streets. Never took it home, no, I left it all in these streets. Gotta do what I gotta do. I ain't promoting no eviction notice on the dope. Fuck it, I had to go for broke. Do what I gotta do. Until I see the dirt, risking 25 years just to see another bird. I was all alone, car full of niggas. How'd I get here? Car full of hitters. I was rolling weed. They was snorting blow. Such a cool breeze. Heart so cold. Step up to the plate. Where your money at? Bobby Brown on cake with a hundred packs. New additions. Lisa, Lisa. We were secret lovers. Had to get a beeper. My Atlantic star. Not a Notre Dame. Not a stool loan. Time to motivate, continental my Bentley, this shit should be illegal, Selassie I and the ghost, thousand bells of that diesel, go toe to toe with any pussy boy, one time for facing all the moving boys, 26 inch plates on the 68, where I'm from a half a Kia set a nigga straight, I just wanna make the car notes, 
Let mama make the pot roast. Pot roast. You should meet me at the car wash. Car wash. Washing all eight, that's inshallah. So hard in these streets. Got a pack of pistol plus. Talk to God in these streets. Go to church Sunday, Monday, selling raw in these streets. Never took it home, though I left it all in these streets. Gotta do what I gotta do. I ain't promoting no eviction notice on the dope. Fuck it, I had to go for broke. Do what I gotta do. Hustle till I see the dirt. Risking 25 years just to see another fire. Speaking for those tweaking in them cell blocks, reading to blacks, whites, and Puerto Ricans. Brothers with those ankle bracelets. Impatient, but they releasing to make it back to the block. The hatred, the precinct, time, short flies. Look how many years went by. My young niggas already need hair dye. Alcoholic faces, women bad as a mug, getting fat as fuck. Fried food be adding up. The system thrives off its victims. They act how this economic collapse can affect people all over the map. Tea party for tax reenactment is whack. The past, the past, yo. To my vatos out in the East Los, Nietos on the East Coast, shouts to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic people, Wepa, brown and black, we must get it together. The prison industrial complex, a fucking setup. The Aztec, all Mac African, settled on this land from the get up. I changed my aim, who I'm going wet up. When violence is resorted, knowledge is distorted. Unless it's payback for brutality, I'm more or less with that. Get back. So hard in these streets, got a pack of pistol plus, talk to God in these streets. Go to church Sunday, Monday, selling raw in these streets. Never took it home, no, I left it all in these streets. Gotta do what I gotta do. I ain't promoting no eviction notice on the dope. Fuck it, I had to go for broke. Do what I gotta do. Until I see the dirt, risking 25 years just to see another fire. Yo, what the funk is going on?
like, yo, this Rocco Rosanna Thanet. We about to take it to a fuse box, you know what I'm saying? We about to get on down. The nappy grand is in the building.
Yo, this Rocco Rosanna Thanet. We about to take it there, Fuse Box. You know what I'm saying? We about to get on down.
man may like the scratch She know a few spots fit in
Tony Nappy Grand is in the building. The Nappy Grand is in the building.
yo, this Rocco Rosanna Dana. We about to take it to the key you know what I'm saying? We about to get on down. Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. 